cowards. You know where I... Listen, 3 o'clock today, I'll be at Pickwick Pub in Woodland Hills. Why don't you come there? Then come up to me face-to-face. Come on. Why not? John's the only guy that has a SEAL Team 6 of trolls. (laughs) Elite (laughs) fucking specialists that are going to destroy him. Oh, look, oh, look, the trolls are back. It's got to be a sad life to be a troll. Fuck off, dickheads. It's on, it's on, it's on, let's go, go, go! Totally oh, <laughs> fucking specialist. <laughs> Just lay it in a beautiful fucking sniper line. I'm not gonna call them trolls. They're losers. John, it's not too late. Apologize now for everything. <laughs> yep. I apologize. <laughs> That's me laughing. It's on, it's on, it's on. Let's go, it's go, go, go. Oh, good, good. Oh, good. They're going to spend more money. I love it. These assholes goof on my intelligence. Oh, they are so stupid. Oh, good. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Love it. There you go. School! This is all in fun. Come on. Fucking grow a pair. Makes you fast. Does it make you gay if your lover man is growing? Does it make you gay if your favorite job is blowing? Does it make you gay to have a crush on Ron Diaz? Hell no, man. It makes you fast. Makes you fez to be so damn adorable. Does it make you gay to get a blood test? Does it make you gay thinking Liberace's the best? Does it make you gay like Ron and Ron says? Hell no, man, it makes you fez. Does it make you gay to eat a mess like snack? Does it make you gay to deliver love round back? Does it make you gay to get your ears pierced? It makes me fast when the boys call me mammy. 
It makes me sad when this song wins a Grammy. It makes you sad. It makes me sad. It makes you sad. It makes me sad. It makes you sad. It makes me sad. It makes you sad. Like Ryan and Ryan says, Hey man, it makes me sad. Greetings, dabblers, and welcome to Be Dabbling Live with El Harible. I'm your host, El Harible, the only show that thinks Gail Bennington is the most talented of all the Benningtons. I want to welcome my guests today, the Aussie guy. How are you, Aussie guy? Oh, you threw me off. I didn't expect to be first. Uh, I'm very good. Thank you. Uh, it's good to be here late oh, on course. a Sunday night. Of course, it's, I'm going to make you first. You are in the future. It is uh, Saturday night for you. Uh, yes. I'm assuming WrestleMania is well underway. Uh, please don't spoil it for anyone. I think OJ and I might either go on during WrestleMania or after WrestleMania and just do like a hangout kind of thing, try and pick up some new uh, wrestling fans and stuff because this is happy WrestleMania weekend, everyone. This is one of the biggest weekends in all of wrestling. So. Uh, but, is great. Yes, uh, but thank you. Thank you for joining us. And, and the masked luchador uh, underneath me, uh, La Parka ripoff, is uh, Bill Loney. Hello, Bill Loney. How are you? What's up, brother? Thank you for wearing the shirt of the show you're going to be on. I appreciate that. I'm going to be repping it down in Pottstown, too. Wonderful. Thank you. Yes, Bill Loney will be down in Pottstown. Uh, Pottstown, PA, uh, for the Shuli show, which now all of a sudden they're calling DabbleCon Two or something. It's like a Dollar Dollar General DabbleCon. It's the Dollar General DabbleCon. Yeah, I, I get that, but yeah, I, I heard someone say that. I don't know if it was Shuli or was someone on his channel. They were calling it like DabbleCon Two, and I was like, oh, it's weird. But uh, anyway, OJ, how oh, are I never you? Heard him. Sorry. Oh, sorry. You no, know, Bill. What were you gonna say, Bill? I was going to say, all I've ever heard in the chats was it's going to be like Discount DabbleCon or right. Ghetto so, DabbleCon. So those who don't know, Bill Loney is a beloved Chata, and uh, he's he's been doing, you've been doing some YouTube videos lately, actually, uh, making meatballs, I saw. Uh, yeah, I, I cook food and do other dumb shit. Yes, I'm going to be doing some car videos, like how to fix your shit. Cool. Well, Not I, really. I, I don't have a dad. I don't have a dad, so I need videos like that. He never taught me anything. <laughs> it's not true. I have a dad. Uh, anyway, uh, OJ, hello. How are you? 
Hey, good morning, everybody. Looking forward to this. I uh, know nothing about Ron and Fez. And I just got to ask, that opening video, was that, did that have to do with Ron and Fez? Or was it a song they used? Or what was that? That, that was, was definitely Fezzy. Yes, that, yes, that was definitely Fezzy. So we could just go right into it. Um, honestly, I screwed up because I, so Aussie guy don't feel uh, off, you know, like, because I, I was trying to make it in the thing. So it was just me and I clicked the wrong thing. Yeah. I didn't want all of us to be up at, at the beginning, but uh, yeah, let's just get right into it. Today we are talking about Ron and Fez, my favorite of what I call the big three, uh, Howard Stern, ONA and Ron and Fez. Ron and Fez were always my favorite. Um, and I know Aussie guy uh, was not familiar with Ron and Fez uh, before I sent him some links. And uh, OJ, you are also not familiar. Uh, but Bill Loney, you are you you're a fan of Ron and Fez, so I figured yes, we sir. Could listen to some Ron and Fez and uh, get some people into it. But yes, that was kind of like Fez's unofficial official theme song. Uh, that was from a video called uh, "Let the Puppies Breathe." So before Ron and Fez, there was Ron and Ron down in Tampa, Florida. That's how Ron and uh, and uh, Ron and Fez actually met at like an open mic that uh, Ron Bennington was running. And Ron was one half of the radio show Ron and Ron, which you know was basically a comedy talk show. And uh, Fez became their producer uh, when Ron and Ron were done in Florida. Uh, Ron and Fez went up to New York uh, to join Opie and Anthony uh, at WNEW. And uh, that's where I found them. I, I was not a Ron and Ron listener. You know, that was like the late 80s into the early 90s. Um, but yeah, just a great show. Ron Bennington to me is just, he's got the quickest wit and just overall, I love his comedy. I love his comedy mind. Um, I feel bad that I don't listen anymore. I'm not a huge Bennington fan. Uh, he now, you know, ever since Ron and Fez broke up and the untimely death of Fez, unfortunately. Spoiler alert, Fez is dead. Uh, he's uh, Ron's been doing a show with his, uh, his daughter and uh, some of his longtime producers, Chris Stanley, who they also call Pepper Hicks, and uh, Black Earl, Black Earl Douglas, um, who I have met and is a very nice man. The uh, fanning goat. The feigning goat, yes. There, there's so much to Ron and Fez. The thing about Ron and Fez, when everyone was like, you know, send, send me, or no, Aussie guy, you were like, send me some clips to get introduced to Ron and Fez. It's so hard to kind of think of what is the perfect clip because Ron and Fez is such an inside show. Um, it's kind of like these live streams. It's, it's almost, it's hard to kind of just jump into one of these live stream channels and go, oh, I understand who all these people are. <laughs> oh, there's two guys in a wrestling mask and an Australian guy and, you know, a ugly drunken troll in the uh, bottom right corner. Who are these guys? And that's a lot how Ron and Fez was. Cause yes, they talked about current topics and stuff, but a lot of it was uh, the best I ever heard it put was it's a show about the show, which is perfect uh, to me. Uh, can I, can I jump in? Of course. Yes. Yeah, so I was aware, like, so I became aware of Opie and Anthony through YouTube in the past, yeah, like probably about 10 years ago. And I really started getting into it. And so obviously there was crossover there. I'd hear about Ron and Fez. And Ron, I think, filled in for Opie a couple of times on yes. Opie, and Opie and Anthony. And when I heard those episodes, I was like, 
fuck, the Ron and Anthony show would have been phenomenal. Like, it would have been great, like, obviously with Jim as well. Uh, but, you know, like, I, I have, I, I've clicked on a couple of, or I clicked on a link that you sent me, El Harible, and then I just went down a rabbit hole myself. You just get suggested videos from that point on. And There were the Afro shows. Yeah. Sorry, what was that? So the, they used to call those Afro shows, or uh, so it was like Anth- Anthony, Fez, Ron, Opie. Like anytime they had a mixture of those people, yeah. they would call those Afro shows. And those, yeah, those those are great shows. Yeah, and especially, you know, anytime Ron was on the Opie and Anthony show, uh, it just changed the whole show. Uh, you know, he, he's so good at, um, you know, being able to run the show, unlike me. Oh, thank you very much. Husey Entertainment. Question for the Aussie guy. Who's your all who's your all-time number one dirt sheet writer with hair like a girl? Uh the one that has a daughter that um hustles for uh autographs from wrestlers. Which one is that? I don't know what you guys are talking about, honestly. No, that, that, Husey and I are just having a conversation. It's fine. Oh, no, that's fine. But I was yeah. like, oh, mate, are you talking about Meltzer? I feel like that's the only guy I actually know. Wait, oh, who's the other guys? Well, this 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 particular guy thinks Meltzer is uh, just a liar, and he's got all this. Okay. Scripts. Yeah. Interesting. He was on I'm Big a big Brother. fan of Husey, by the way. Husey's the man. Husey uh, is the man. And Husey and, and the Aussie guy, you do a show together. Yeah, we get my go. Uh, we do get my go. Husey's been on my podcast as well, Maltown. Uh Husey's a yeah, he's just a right. He's so funny. Some people don't get him. He can be an acquired taste. Um, Husey like deliberately bombs a lot. Like that's kind of part of his thing. It's and awesome. Pe- yeah, people don't kind of get that, but like I love how he just makes people uncomfortable. Um, it's it's genuinely yes. funny. So Thanks for joining us, Husey, and thanks for donating that. Um, I'm sure you'll send uh, a cut of that to me, will you, El Horrible? Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> no, we have a we have a strict no-paying guest policy on Be Dabbling Live. OJ created it. It's not my fault. I'm sorry. I wish I had the power to change it. Have you started paying OJ yet? Um, yeah, we, we all know that Whoa. was controversy. But... What a controversy. OJ, would you like to answer that? <laughs> um. Yes, I have been paid, and I'm making very, very good more money than I've ever made on the internet. Does, so, has it is it enough to pay for the jeans that got pissed on? Oh yes, <laughs> I, I could I could buy a lot of jeans with the money that I made. He could buy yeah. half. He could buy half the jeans. But I will yeah. say that I've only been paid two hundred dollars out of like possibly like around eight that I like. I don't know what's going on, but they only paid me. <laughs> A portion of what i had in my account once i verified everything and then now i still have more in holding but i gave um oj his percentage of what i knew i was getting but i've i've only gotten 200 bucks from uh youtube so far so i don't know how this all works i'm, I'm learning uh i'm learning, okay. I'm learning from Husey that, um, sure. uh, to make things uncomfortable because i felt that was a little bit uncomfortable no, no, no. It wasn't uncomfortable. If I had not paid OJ, then it would have been very uncomfortable. It would have been very Shuli-esque and Ray DeVito-esque. But no, uh, I have given uh, OJ money. Uh, thank you very much, Husey Entertainment. Again, uh, Irish $5, I'm assuming. Question for the Aussie yeah. guy. What's your top 17 <laughs> moments from Teddy Hart's Rebuilding the Foundation podcast? Number 17, go! Uh, I would say when he... 
felt it wasn't his fault uh, that the ankle bracelet, his ankle bracelet came off him during a wrestling match. Um, and Wonderful. That, he, that voided his probation. Uh, that was number 17. We'll, we'll work nice. our way through them, Yuzi. Oh. We'll go throughout the show. I'll go 16 in a few minutes, and we'll, by the end of the show, we'll get to number one. Perfect. Yes, and Husey, if you're around later and OJ and I go on uh, to do any kind of WrestleMania oh, thing. Yes, definitely get Husey on. For I will have you, and I'm going to have yeah. Husey on soon anyway. Um, yeah. I would also, before we get into anything, like to give a shout out to uh, Patrick Belton from NLO. And it's not because of what everyone thinks. Oh, here we go. Steel toe bashing time. No, it's El Harible bashing time. I don't know what show it was or what day he does so many uh, things, but I was listening and he was going on about how podcasters are using the wrong microphones. And he's absolutely right. And he specifically made fun of people who use condenser mics like this one. Now, I bought this one in 2006 when I started podcasting and then took 20 years off to do whatever. But this is a condenser mic and it sounds awesome and it's great when you're talking directly into it. However, my monitor is here and my camera is here. So a lot of times I'm turning my head. Notice my voice doesn't really change. It goes around. And this is what Patrick did. Get the Shure uh, SM78, I think. It's the $400 one. Get it. Because I feel so much more confident in my broadcasting now because I can hear that my voice is not fading. And anyway, I wanted to give a shout out. Patrick Melton, the guy knows his stuff. And uh, yeah, so listen to that. He, uh, that dude that dude's on fire uh he is a lot of people have discovered him uh through this steel toe and all that i i've listened to hours and hours and hours of, of patrick milton he's on fire he's our, killing it all right so our, we're, we're getting hijacked by Husey entertainment over here that's fine <laughs> Husey entertainment again with uh five dollars in gold coins i assume uh el harible i was wondering if you haven't shut that fucking dog up, <laughs> you fucking idiot. I think I ruined El, uh, Husey's joke. El Harible, I was wondering if you happen to know uh, about what Kevin fake tough guy Brennan would think about Vince McMahon. Uh, oh. I guess he would say he's a fucking idiot. The fucking idiot. It's a or fucking tank man. He's jacked to the fucking gills. Here's he's drunk because he's wasted 15 pounds at this point. What are you doing, Husey? <laughs> Just put it in the chat for free. We'll read it, yeah, you stop, idiot. Yeah, stop sending <laughs> me money. Yeah, put it in yeah. the chat. Yeah, stop getting all the replay money. I ain't getting any of this, Husey, so just fucking put it out there for free, will you? Right. Um. So back to Ron and Fez. Well, we're going to listen to some Ron and Fez bits. Uh, the first one we're going to play is a really classic uh, – collection of uh well it's not a collection it's a collection because i cut it up into bits that's what i was calling that but uh this is where ron and fez discuss uh how many nine-year-olds do you think you could fight before you had to give up flipper coin that's pretty good uh all right so here we go uh this came up Fez. i got an email over the weekend. It was sent to us at Ron and Fez at AOL.com. If you ever want to reach us, it's Ron and Fez at AOL.com. The end, of course, is A-N-D. Now, um, this one came in, uh, and I read it, and I thought I'd save it for you for doing the show. All right, now this email. The postman's been here already? Postman. No, Fez, this came through on the computer. Email. All right, I don't know if I have to explain 
but the guy who talks through his nose is Ron and the effeminate, possibly homosexual guy at this point, we don't really know. Uh, that's Fez. One of them uh, I'm, I'm, sounds like the rabbi a little bit to me. <laughs> you think, oh, Fez probably, I would have to assume, right? I, I, I don't know. I'm just learning these characters. <laughs> have you never I, heard their voices? I've never heard anything from no, Never heard oh, their wow. voices, nothing. I yeah, we're going in raw, El Horrible. I didn't, see, I didn't know that. I would have assumed you at least, like, um, yeah. you know, had heard their voices before. Okay, so good. I'm glad I did that. Yes. Uh, I guess the guy who sounds like the rabbi, yes, that would be Fez. And then the guy who, again, kind of talks through his nose nasally is uh, Ron. Okay, awesome. I, I, I'm i going to give him a pass because of how long ago it was. But doing the, oh, the mailman's been here already? You know, doing the fucking <laughs> email jokes. Hey! Like, Wait for it. Yeah. Wait for it. <laughs> what? Email. How do they put it in the computer? You know, I know that you're not you up. You cram with... a letter in the hard drive. What happened? It's there? not like that. It's electronic, Fez. You and I are the first show ever to use electronic mail or email, as I call it. And my belief is this: in the future, this is how all e mail will be sent from one computer to another. Listen to this, would you please? And now, Ron and Fez, the show of the future, brings you. Electronic mail. Mail sent electronically. Oh, now I get it. Electronic mail. By the way, take care of Greg on two. He's sitting there waiting for you, Harry. He's got my beer, Harry. Yeah. And now Fez owes money. Keep that guy holding on as long as you can. <laughs> and act like I'm not here. <laughs> Do that gimmick. Best of show. Then it said Rosenberg time, where we're not actually leaving the studio until <laughs> until we know for a fact everybody's gone downstairs. Okay, so I left that last part in to kind of show you. It's always kind of inside. They're always talking about other ancillary characters and stuff. And, of course, Sid Rosenberg, arch enemy of El Harible. I don't know if I'm first uh, bringing this out right now, but Sid Rosenberg is a legit arch enemy of El Harible. And what Ron was basically alluding to there is that Sid owes what used to allegedly even though it's not really allegedly oh money to bookies all around town and i guess sid would have to wait at the radio station and make sure that no one was around waiting to kick his ass because he had gambling debts to pay do you hear well, that sid you have gambling debts to pay to certain people sydney anyway and let's not let's not forget uh the alleged uh drug addiction yes yes alleged drug addiction and allegedly being found in a motel with a hooker and allegedly crack anyway, cocaine crack cocaine and yo you have gambling debts sydney gambling debts people wanted to come down to florida and visit you but certain masked wrestlers said please don't do that so anyway we continue does anyone else know who sid rosenberg is sid rosenberg is a radio god person. i hope they don't the only yeah. rosenberg i know is saul rosenberg of the saul turkey rosenberg. Saul. I, i'll just say he sounds jewish oh well i i know i have no idea i can't <laughs> attest to that but uh, but he did uh, he did the show on WFAM with Joe Beningo. 
Yes, he did a show on WFA. And then he did uh, some political show, didn't he? Well, he was just now. I mean, Sid was outcast. Uh, or he was shunned from the whole broadcasting community. He went down to Florida for a couple of years. He was trying to do something down there. I think he was actually on Ron and Ron's old um, station down in Tampa or some or somewhere down there. And uh, but then he came back up and started doing a show with Imus's old uh, co-host um, Bernard. And Bernard recently died of cancer. That's uh, right. That's cancer. right. Cancer killed the wrong radio host. Oh, that hot dog skinned Sid Rosenberg. Anyway, please uh, tell yeah. me Joe Beningo had a bit where they played Beningo. I don't think so. What? Wait, what's Beningo? Is this an Australian well, thing? Bing, no, well, there's Bingo, isn't there? So oh, just, so a play yeah. on the song Bingo. Uh, no, he was. Um, he's a sports uh, radio host. Or was he retired? And he he was just absolutely insane, absolutely insane. He would get livid on air about the Jets. He was a huge Jets fan, and he'd be like, "Bro, fifty years, bro. I'm gonna die before the Jets win a Super Bowl, bro." Yeah, fifty years, bro. Yeah, fifty years. Um, uh, yeah, he was uh, he was actually a listener who won like a contest. Yeah, he um, went to uh, CSB. Yes. El Harible's alma mater. We were on the same basketball team together. Uh, I uh, I went to uh, CSB in Hasbrook Heights. CSB is the Connecticut School of Broadcasting. Basically, all these radio shows in New York City would broadcast. Hey, do you want to be on the radio? Do you want to do this? Well, join the Connecticut School of Broadcasting. In six months, you could be on the radio. Well, uh, you know, El Harible was kind of, you know, not really figuring out what he was going to do with his life. And uh, certain people were like, you better do this or you're going to be a blah, 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 blah. So I was like, oh, I'll go to the Connecticut School of Broadcasting. And, uh, you know, once my check cleared, I basically, uh, they give you a chance. Hey, to yeah. Stevie Lou, the pain, bro. The pain. <laughs> oh, the pain. Is that, that was Beningo's? Yeah, yeah. The pain, bro. The pain. <laughs> but yeah, when you go to Connecticut School of Broadcasting, basically once your check clears, $10,000 check for six months, uh, you basically are allowed to go intern at a radio station and they uh, allegedly, or they claim that you allegedly get college credit, which what college credit you're going to CSB. It's a six month certificate program. It's just basically, Hey, the school pays for advertising. And then in the end, the school gives the radio station slave labor. And that's all. And that's when uh, I interned at free FM, uh, and uh, I would see Ron and Fez after my show. I was on the Radio Chick show, and during the crossover, Ron and Fez would come in the studio, and I'd get to kind of talk to them real quick. Completely, totally nice guys, really awesome uh, guys. Uh, I always had hope that I would have gotten an internship on that show, but I was very happy to be where I was, and it's just not the way it turned out. But uh, I was there at the exact same time that their producer now, Chris Stanley, was an intern uh east side dave was working there uh it was really the golden age of ron and fez as far as i'm concerned uh but yeah uh joe beningo was also on wfan which is uh sports talk uh which is where mike francesa was which we're going to talk about mike francesa in a little bit too yeah, this is making me feel like i missed out on a whole lot and so I'm, I'm actually i'm really excited about all this this is really cool 
Well, I mean, we're getting really local as far as New York City goes right now. So these are all New York City-based, you know, radio. Uh, of course, Ron and Fez, I mean, eventually went to XM uh, and was heard all throughout the country. But, like, guys like Joe Beningo and stuff, uh, you know, he was just pretty much local to New York sports radio. Okay. But, yeah, I mean, I guess if uh, – is Connecticut School of Broadcasting even still around? If it no, is, I think they got sued. Oh really? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I, I can't I can't tell you definitively, but I think I think sure. they're done. Uh Husey Entertainment five dollar <laughs> five pounds. Five pounds was was Fez on WFAN or WFAG? Uh Fez was definitely on WFAG. He was never on WFAN. But he never acted on it. He never acted on it. And I must say, yesterday was Fez's birthday. Yep. As I said earlier, Fez is no longer with us. Fez finally, uh, you know, succumbed to his uh, health issues. Fez had a lot of health issues uh, pretty much right around 2000. This is 2005, I believe, this clip. And I believe his first heart attack was either 2005 or 2006. So I believe we're listening to pre-heart attack Fez, which uh, is great because unfortunately Fez kind of lost his um, his spark a little bit once he started having heart attacks. Uh, his whole kind of personality <laughs> had changed drastically. And I got a uh, thing yes. about that. I got a yeah. thing about that, and we don't have to go over it on the show, but what, what I have a, a, a theory behind that. Well, Bill, you bring up something on the show, and then you're going to tell us you're not going to bring it up on the show? It's called a fucking tease, you fucking idiot. All right, he's teasing. I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, Stevie so, Lou, uh, thank you for $5 Super Chat. El Horrible got his bachelor's degree at CSOB and his master's at University of Phoenix. Uh, yes, I uh, I am a doctor as far as the University of Phoenix goes. I could have done many of Fez's heart surgeries. So what were you going to say, LaParca? What I was going to say is, so Ron and Fez went through a shit ton of producers, yes. and Ron didn't want to fire anybody, so he would right. just abuse them until they quit. Yes. So I think the reason why Fez got quiet is because Ron kind of started to turn on him a little bit. And he didn't want to say anything that would get himself fired or get, you know, not fired, but he didn't want to say anything to incur Ron's wrath, which would make yeah. him quit. I understand. Oh, uh, no. I understand what you're saying. Uh, but I don't think they were too close. Ron and Fez were almost like brothers. Um, I, I, I understand I that. I, I do. I just, I don't know. I think it just probably, a thought of mine. I think it was probably really hard for Ron once Fez did leave um the ron and fez show um i mean there were definitely signs that you know ron had had enough with fez and he was very frustrated with him but in the end i don't think ron would have ever gotten rid of fez uh i think it was always fez's you know whenever fez wanted to leave or if he wanted to stay it was always up to him um all right let's keep going sorry i have some clips no 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 uh i love getting into conversation it's just uh i want to uh play gotta keep it moving yeah all right here we go the Ron and Fez show. The guys on doing- clip. Sorry. I stink. I'm a guy who makes fun of other broadcasters because I'm insecure about how horrible I am. All right, here we go. 
the email. This comes from uh, Jared Fez, and it said, uh, Rana Fez, how many nine-year-olds could you beat up in a ring? Now, all the kids are normal, non-retarded, just normal. How many nine-year-olds? All right, just average American nine-year-olds. Uh, I think th three. You are kidding me. Three I could take out. You can only beat up three nine-year-olds? Yeah, I think that's a lot. And by the time the fourth came in, you would be, what, you overpowered? Oh, my arms would be down by my sides at that point. I'd be so blown up. There's no way. Three is three punches. So that's over quickly. First nine-year-old comes out, bam, he's down. And then the other one's looking around like, wow, what the fuck? As I get in the ring, I know I'm getting knocked out. So even if I know I'm not going to knock the kid out, the kid ain't going to want to fight after I hit him again. And I'm not bragging about, you know, I'm not saying how many adults I could beat, but I'll, I'll, there will be a pile of nine-year-olds I'll be knocking out. A pile of them. A pile of them. No, I, three, I would be in a whirling dervish at that point. Yes. They're like, coming at me from three different directions. My head doesn't even spin. I'll beat those kids up like they were the well, like they were the crazy 88s. I'll just be <laughs> bam, bam. There's you know, no. It's one punch a kid. Yeah. Uh, a nine-year-old can't take two punches from a full-grown man. I'm going to say I'm going to come closer to a thousand of them. A thousand? Yeah. There is no way you would be totally overwhelmed by a thousand. How could you be? Anyone would be. How are they going to take you down? Just by the sheer numbers of them. You get one on your back, you get a couple hanging onto your legs. and Bam, bam, they're going down. You're kicking, you're punching. So at this point, we don't really know, and it's never really clear. The only thing we know is that the guy said in a ring because there's no clarity whether this is how many nine-year-olds you know, are rushing you at once or if it's one at a time. But since he said how many nine-year-olds in a ring, they're taking it as one comes in, you beat it up, one yeah. comes in, you beat it up. Aussie guy, how many nine-year-olds do you think you could beat up in that situation? See, that's the thing. One at a time. Uh, look, I'm not going to go a thousand uh, because I, you know, I've got a, a lot. I've got a weak cardio, but my sure. first thought was somewhere 50 to 100 uh, yes. before I became exhausted. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I work a job where, like, I can toss 50 pounds like it's nothing. Sure. And so a nine-year-old, what are we talking, 80 pounds? I don't I, know. You know, I think on the high side, that's uh, that would be probably a pretty fat nine-year-old, honestly. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. Have thought. So even if it is a, a nine-year-old, it's probably like 50 pounds. Yeah, yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, so I, I think I can toss that like it's nothing. Um, and even if it is a bunch of them, I could think I could rush a bunch of them and knock them all down and then just start kicking them in the face and shit. Like, uh, yeah. Right. Yes. So I think 50 to 100. Yeah, sure. Okay. That's, I think that's a fair assessment. And, yes, this is just using your fists and feet. Uh, no semi-automatics to take out these nine-year-olds. <laughs> yeah, uh, give, give me an AR-15. I'll go for days. Sure. Yeah, this yeah. is probably in pretty poor taste to pick this topic <laughs> this week. But, I, in all fairness, I picked this topic before the transgender murderer. Yeah, I'm not transgender. So okay. It's, it's yes. Fun. Oh, yes. Uh, moment of silence. There's a moment. Hey, okay. uh, Ella Ridley, we have a super chat from our buddy Dave Daffala. Oh, Dave Dallafior. <laughs> How do you say that? We uh, we lovingly call him Daffler. Okay, yeah, Dave like Daffler. $5 Dave super Dalla chat. Fior. 
Good morning. Good morning, Dave. Thank what you for joining us. Five dollars. Oh, stop it. Don't listen to him. Super chat again with something interesting and entertaining. <laughs> uh, thank you very much, Dave. Uh, I appreciate that. No, we, uh, we love Dave Daffler. He's he's the main bird. All right. Uh, I'm going to play the next clip and then Bill Loney, I'll come to you and we'll get your answer as to how many nine-year-olds you think you could beat up. Ron and Fez show. Oh my God. We're I white. did it again. You're fucking. Boss. I can't believe. Why do I keep picking the wrong one? <laughs> one is called nine-year-olds. The other is attack at 11. We're on nine-year-olds. Stupid. This is set up like he says Too it many on nine-year-olds. I don't know whether here. it's the full reign of a thousand. Like you're talking about, or is it one at a time? Because at what chance do you get to have a thousand people in a ring? It's got to be a big ring. You know it's coming one at a time. You're coming in like that crazy 88 style. I don't see it as being a big deal. Earl, how many? I had never heard of crazy 88 style, but apparently that's like one-on-one. -on -one. I guess it's like when they used to have those kung fu movies. And even that's from, uh, that's from Kill Bill. The crazy 88s were the, uh, the gang that she went and uh, chopped that the leader's head off in the snow. Okay, and I'm assuming Kill Bill is a movie or a book. You don't, are you kidding me? Quentin Tarantino, Kill Bill. I, I know, I know. I honestly, I don't watch movies. I know it is a Please. movie, but yes. Oh, okay, yes, Sorry. it's from the movie Kill Bill. Okay, yeah. trying to play. You trying to play that off, El Harib? Like that's embarrassing. <laughs> no, I don't. I obviously <laughs> I knew it was a movie, but I don't. Uh, I I don't. Yeah, watch who movies. who wrote and directed it then? Uh, it was uh, T Tarantino, right? Oh, well done. Yeah. Okay. Dave Daffler. And, uh, Dave Daffler with another super chat. As per your request, uh, something interesting. <laughs> there you go, Aussie guy. <laughs> yeah, no, fickle. Well done. You got me another five bucks. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, All right. No, uh, super chat again. Uh, no, I don't know. <laughs> I, uh, uh, okay. So, yes. Okay. So, that makes more sense to me now. Because, yes, I didn't know, but... Um, I looked up crazy 88s and I saw Asian gangs. So I thought, yes, it's, uh, you know, so I guess it's, you know, they're coming at her one by one. OJ. Um, no, not like, really. They just, uh, it was just a bunch of them attacking her all at once. But uh, yeah, I guess you'll, I'm, oh, I'm shocked right now that you, you, that you didn't know that or haven't seen that movie or know anything about it. I am. Utterly I'm shocked, you, dude. I'm telling you, dude. I don't want. I hate. I don't know why I don't enjoy movies, but I just don't. Um, hey, yes. see, this is where I'll jump in. I don't. I've never seen Kill Bill or any of that. Ooh, but see? your performance just then is embarrassing. It's embarrassing. I actually love most Tarantino films, and I know a lot of people either love or hate those Kill Bill movies. I'm one of the ones that actually love those movies. So. There you go. If you, I would recommend Kill Bill, all wait, of them, wait. if you haven't seen them. You're talking about my performance, right? Yeah, yours. <laughs> what, when I asked if it was a movie or a book? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I told you I knew it was a movie. That's I a just... fucking embarrassing question. I'll be very conservative. Six or seven. Six or seven? That's twice me. I'm being very so that is a uh, black Earl Douglas who, yes, happens to be black, but uh, they call him Black Earl Douglas because he always wears all black: black uh, Yankees hat, black coat, black shirt, black shoes, black hat, Cadillac. Conservative. I never want to get into a scrap. Yes, from my understanding, is also asexual. Yes, uh, Earl is very asexual. Oh, shit, look at you. You are good. 
You are good, sir. There is fantastic Earl and Eastside Dave um, bits out there on YouTube. You can get it all for free. Let me give a shout out to the Ron and Fez archivist who uh, has been putting out clips like literally every day of classic Ron and Fez stuff. Uh, he knows his shit. He's actually uh, helping Eastside Dave out with Eastside Dave's Patreon where they're going to discuss. They're going to kind of do what we're doing. But Eastside Dave was actually but involved with Ron and Fez. But Earl isn't quite asexual because he did fuck that chick who got out of the insane asylum. Yes, Earl has had uh, girlfriends and has had sexual experiences. He has had yeah, sex with girls. Asexual people can do that, but right. I I listen to him lie about masturbating, and that, yes, that is a phenomenal. Go check that out. That is homeboy did his research. He did. Yes, if you uh, go and listen to the Earl lying about masturbating. A bit it is hilarious because yes you can definitely tell that earl just doesn't masturbate and he's yeah. trying it's almost like the 40 year old virgin scene where he's like yeah i love feeling tits it's like bags of sand and everyone's yeah. like what the keep changing his story as well yeah <laughs> earl earl is amazing uh earl is still with ron and again it's another one of those situations i think ron really has a soft spot for earl uh he almost considers earl like family um i think it hurt ron when uh Earl left the Ron and Fez show probably in like 2008. I want to say he just left. He just quit for some reason. Uh, now Earl has been in radio right. since he was. It wasn't you know, for some radio. reason. It, it was like a week after he he fainted. Well, but he didn't have to quit. It wasn't. I don't know. It wasn't really a week. It was some time afterwards, wasn't it? I think it was some time. I don't know. I I, I don't. My know timelines time are all fucked up, but That's I think funny. it wasn't. It wasn't too long after. The the whole uh, ONA, and then he he fainted, and then he got picked up by the ambulance, and right. Uh, and then there was the man dog episode after that, and then like a week after that, or two weeks or whatever, then he he just kind of was like fuck this. Yeah, he he left very abruptly, um, and it was very odd, and no one could really understand why Earl left, except for I mean, yeah, he got yeah. some abuse and stuff like that. But everyone gets abuse on these kinds of shows, so I don't really um, understand. But he left, and eventually he went on to work for the Hard Rock Cafe, where he would just pick the music that they played in the restaurant. It was just really bizarre. And then once uh, Bennington uh, started, where Ron is now doing the show with his daughter, he picked up Earl as a producer, and Earl is back, and he's been back ever since. Uh, but yeah, I met Earl. I've talked to him, and uh, again, he's a great guy with you guys i never want to be in a situation where i got like earl and but just being able to beat up six nine-year-olds is pathetic earl fez have my back well not with nine-year-olds i mean like what all at once or a time limit or i'm not really sure how many what earl you know as as you hit one nine-year-old it's over right yeah nice good nice swift kick in the stomach it's and all yes over. that ends it so you know you could do that more six or seven times I, again, I'm being very, very. Uh, I see Master Poe. Let's bring Master Poe in because this is an interesting thing, and we should have somebody who understands the martial arts to help us out here. Well, this will add a scientific view to it. Yeah, and we know this is going to be the high end. So, Master Poe, of course, was Opie and Anthony's security. And that's all I can really think to explain Master Poe, right? He just kind of showed up one day as their security. Didn't they fire uh, Club Soda Kenny? 
or they, they wouldn't pay Club Soda Kenny to do security. And that's why Master Poe showed up. I'm not sure. Not sure. Honestly, you probably, honestly, we're probably going to have to talk to Corndiff on this one because he's the O&A guy. Look, I, I don't know. I don't remember why he showed up, but I've listened to a shit ton of Opie and Anthony, and that's how I know Master Poe. Um, and yeah, he was certainly security, and uh, they used to always talk to him about, um, yeah, best fighting methods and fighting training and all that. And I assume that's what Master Poe's coming in here for. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, they get his take as a master of the martial arts. Uh, but yeah, um, Master Poe was just kind of a background guy to me. I never really took much, uh, you know, investment into his character. I know he had some shady kind of things going on in a live event um, or something with a chick in a car or so. I don't know. It, it just. I don't. I never really paid much attention to Master Poe, so the only way I can really describe him is is ONA's security that kind of came out of nowhere. Was he a Oriental? I know that's probably the not proper <laughs> term nowadays. <laughs> no, Come he was on, not okay. a rug. Jesus, how dare you doing uh, To get off that topic, uh, we have a super <laughs> chat from Mister. Uh, yeah, we, we, we've all seen it, OJ. You've had it up for a while. You can take it down now. Uh, <laughs> we, <laughs> we love him, that obnoxious John. Thank, Thank you, Dave. you, Dave. We love you too, brother. Uh, so okay, so yes, uh, Bill Loney, how many nine year olds do you think that you could beat up? Uh, if they were coming at you one by one before you go, all right, I'm done, I, I can't do this anymore. All right, so I have two 12 year olds and 11 year old. Okay, so I three. could stomp them. I'm sorry. No, no. Keep going. Oh, I could stomp them easily. And if they don't shut the fuck up, I'm going to. Uh, he sounds way too confident like he's done this. <laughs> Get your kids on camera. We want to ask them questions yeah. and have them blink. Yeah, they can't have masks on. Uh, we need to see the black We eyes. need to see their eyes so they can blink for help. Uh, okay, so you, you think... I'm going to say... I'm going to say confidently... Mm-hmm. You have to factor this 150, 150, 150. 150. That 150. wasn't confident. Easily 150. Easily. Okay. He did throw easily, easily. 150. Yeah. All right. Interesting. All right. No weapons, right? No weapons. Let's do this. Right. Let's yeah, do it. Like fucking you got, got it again. I, I did mean, fucking again. <laughs> I should I should have labeled these different <laughs> than giving them both the same first three letters. Everyone that's super chatted, reverse it, will you? Because yeah. you don't deserve this. <laughs> I agree. Oh, you're in a ring. <laughs> He's not. They're wrong. sending nine-year-olds at you, one after another. How many before you finally go? I can't take it anymore, and you you surrender to them. How many could you beat? Nine-year-olds. Yeah. You want me to hit a nine-year-old? Yeah. yeah. They're not retarded or anything. They're just normal nine-year-olds. <laughs> if, if they're retarded, I'll take maybe one or two tops because they have superhuman strength. Well, 50 will go down. 50 will go down easy. I think it's even more than that. I think you're going to go way higher than that. There's no way I would get close to double digits. It's not happening. What is wrong with you? You have the ability to punch, right? I have the ability to punch, but I know my wind. 
Gonna, I know I'm not going to outlast more than three. You're going to have four that will attack your right leg, four will attack your left leg. Uh, he, he, and then the other ones will jump on your neck. Yeah, but I don't... You in the, uh, yeah, my neck is snapped. Great, right, thanks. And the right, light hold, bulb. Hold on. I don't know how organized they are. I don't know if they put this together in some kind of an art of war thing. Nine-year-olds have uh, definite ADD situations <laughs> where they can't follow along. And I'm saying this. As soon as you bust the face of the first nine-year-old... You don't think the other ones are going to be freaked out? When I was nine, yes. I was. I, this was a, a sound of alarm for me and my friends. Teenager, you would if you heard one of your friends yell the term teenager. If there was eight of you, you would run because you would be petrified of them. That's, I see fear with nine-year-olds. Yeah, that's true. You'll have about twenty or thirty of them will run away. Yes. As soon as you do that, you'll if you punch someone in the face, thirty will will run. I know, I know we've got to be talking hundreds. I honestly believe hundreds. I think it's going to be like if a fox ran into the chicken coop. I think it's going to be the same type of situation. The lion around the zebras. See, I just see the chicken still coming at me. Have they ever? Have you ever heard, hey, did you hear about that fox that got killed by 30 chickens? They could probably do it, Fez, except for they don't believe it. So I have. That's funny. It's hilarious. <laughs> I have to agree with Ron. I, I think you got to go somewhere in the, you know, I, I kind of agree with Ozzy, uh, somewhere in the 100 to 200 range. I don't think Ron is, he's saying hundreds. I don't think he's necessarily taking in f uh, factor, you know, his own fatigue. Mm. I think he's no, just I agree thinking, with that. Like, bam, he's just thinking, bam, bam. I can, you know, yeah, I can literally knock a nine-year-old out with one punch, but can I do it consistently like over 80 times? I like the angle, the fear angle, though. Mm -hmm. And, like, yeah, not just that you just you, you smack the first kid and blood all over his face. That's going to freak out the other kids. But then get in their heads a little bit with some fucking, um, you know, some, I guess, some crazy facial expressions, some yelling at them, you know. Yep. You, who wants it next? Who yep. wants it next? You know, just sound crazy. Those kids mm -hmm. are going to be. Oh, what you do. I like that you angle. You, you you punch the kid in the chest, right? You punch the first kid in the chest, so he doesn't get like knocked out. He's just laying on the mat, and he's all like writhing and shit. That'll fuck everybody up, because you don't knock him out real quick. You just kind of kill him right there. But like, it's horrible. That's a good uh, no? angle. Sorry, the chat that just came up. Uh, that's a good angle. The peanut butter, maybe just smear some peanut butter on your dick. That might be the on your dick. What? Yeah. Well, well here, yeah. here's, a, here's a point that hasn't. What if these are like crazed kids that are all just coming at you all at once? Just no fear. Like one goes down, doesn't matter. Like children of the corn? Coming. Yeah, like ch children of the corn, exactly. Or like Dawn mm -hmm. of the Dead kind of shit. You know, like they're zombies, they're zombie kids. Then the number is definitely decreasing. Definitely for yeah. me, anyway. If they're all coming at me, attacking me like that. And the city where I grew up in, the nine year old kids, I. I Probably not nowadays, but when I grew up, they were tough and they were fighters. <laughs> and gosh, yeah, with being a the smoker, mean streets of Cleveland. Oh my gosh, yeah, I don't know, man. It would uh, if there if there if there's fear in them. Yes, I agree. Over a hundred, I would just obviously you get tired. You know, mm -hmm. I don't think I don't think they can knock you out or anything. Like so what said, do you think, Dawn of the Dead punch, type kids? Punch, they're getting knocked out by me. I mean, <laughs> so what? What do I think? What? Like Dawn of the Dead type kids. What are we thinking? How Dawn many of the could Dead take? type kids? 
Oh, under a hundred, maybe. Under a hundred. Well, don't you have to shoot them in the head? Otherwise, they just keep coming. I'm like, not saying like where they'll. Yeah, like they're undead. Yeah. I'm saying like maybe if they're just <laughs> relentlessly just attacking. Yeah. No. Fear. What what this what this discussion brought out in me has brought out in me is how much I really want to beat up a shitload of nine year old kids. Like <laughs> I, <know. this. laughs> I really want to do this. There yeah. was an episode of uh, so it's always sunny in Philadelphia where they, uh, they beat, I don't know if you guys ever saw that, but they beat the shit out of some uh, young little punks. Uh, I did not. Uh, I've only seen a couple of handful of episodes of it's always sunny. Honestly. Um, yeah, it, actually, same. But that was one I happened to catch. Was <laughs> they went back and beat the shit out of some young little gang, eight, uh, little ten-year-old kids. And don't like anything Pretty out funny. of Philadelphia. You don't like anything out of Philadelphia. Yeah, what about cream cheese? I'm looking at you, Joe Feeney. Shots fired. <laughs> uh, what was I uh, gonna say? Oh, I like that you brought up uh, Aussie guy the uh, psychological warfare. Because yes. yes, it is, and <laughs> and they bring it up. They bring it up uh, in uh, in a clip uh, that yes, uh, if you are yelling at these nine year olds at the same time as you're beating up one of them, the other ones will get freaked out, you know, and uh, and that is to your advantage. So yes, there is definitely a psychological uh, tactic to all this. Well, like I have a child. He's only he's about to turn four, so we're talking half the age. But if Aww. I just raise my if I just raise my voice, he's in the field. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so, yes. yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah, no, same thing. My three-year-old uh, uh, sister. I'm like, hey, put my potato head uh, parts down. I need them for my live streams. And, uh, you know, she, you know she, uh, <laughs> it's flawless. Works Two dollars super chat from Dave da Daffler. Dave Daffler, thank you so much. Two dollars. I practice in preschools. This guy is pretty funny. He's funny. Uh, that, like, what a great out of context super chat. I uh, I know that this is the right. Uh, Do you? Yes. Well, no. I don't know if it's the right number clip because I haven't been keeping. So I'm just saying this might be a repeat, but I know it is the beating nine year old one. Go to Pete here. Pete, you're on the Ron Fez show. How you doing, yes. buddy? Hey guys, how you doing? Good. Look, you're talking about the nine-year-olds. Think of it like this. You're dealing with white, let's say, white nine-year-olds. Ronnie, you could probably take out a bunch, like you said, right? right? You're talking about blacks and Hispanics. They got knives and guns, maybe one tops. Well, well, first of all, there's no weapons involved here. And here's what you have to understand. Uh, I was thinking white nine-year-olds. I wasn't thinking of any street-smart kids who who could... Was anyone else not thinking white yeah, no, I like, never even considered Bronny James or someone like agreed. that. No, definitely not. No diversity <laughs> was going on in my head. I was. Just I, I gotta tell you, it wasn't mine. From where I grew up, I okay. Where I grew up was one of the first uh, cities that started integrating with. So our generation, my generation of the kids, the black and white kids, we got we started getting along. We didn't care that their parents How were racist and our parents were racist. We started getting along, and we were. Yeah, I was a street smart kid. I mean, a new kid came to the school to get respect. You fought him. The whole school, everybody in the class would fight him at the park. And then the kid had our respect. And this is, I'm talking third, fourth grade. So, yeah, that's what yeah. I'm thinking in my head, like kids like that. Nowadays, though, I don't know if there's really, you know, that kind of. I like the Aussie, with the kids. I like Aussie guys' reaction. Of, how old are you? 
I'm an old man. I've been around. The, the first one's in the great. I, I drank out of one of their water fountains in the 60s. <laughs> <laughs> well, where I grew up in the city, we still, it was the end of the uh, Italian side. Kind of like if you ever saw, saw the movie The Bronx Tale, they had the black side and the Italian side. It was still like that. Or it was just changing when I was a kid. So those two sides started mixing together a little bit more. Yeah, it is. Because uh, I actually, uh, Steve Grillo, uh, intern for the Howard Stern Show, I was just listening to an old episode from 1994, and he was talking about the same thing, about how there's there was a specific part of Brooklyn where the blacks and the Italians were always clashing. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that shit was, a, you know, I mean, I guess pretty much yeah, still going on in, today. Uh, you know, I'm I'm a product of the the white flight. Um, at that time, all the white people moved out of the city. But the Italians, we were the last ones to, to hold the line, so to speak. So, yeah. Filthy the, Italian, the Italians had a certain kind of firework, too, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, this filthy gabagol eating meatball. Make oh, speaking of meatballs, who are you? Yeah. Handsome. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know how the fuck you do a mask for two hours. Exactly. <laughs> Respect my... It is just oh, fucking you. impossible. It is just fucking this, impossible. This oh, man, is absolutely... The, this is a stream that Chad Zermatt wouldn't want nothing to do with. There's not oh, yeah. a single real name. Uh, and But we do now have, have real faces, two real faces. Um, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yes, the real identity. Uh, Chad knows who I am. Chad knows who I am. Chad doesn't know who I am. Yeah, he knows you're a dork, dude. You're just nothing but a dork. We got a super chat here. You're a dork. You're a dork, dude. I don't even know. You're a dork. Easy uh, Entertainment. What with you, buddy? Two dollars in shekels. Race jokes. This is the content we are here for. Thank you, Husey. Husey's got a nice round black ass in front of him that he's about to eat while saying that. Husey mm. loves himself a black ass. He does. Scrumptious. Uh, or ass. Ace. Uh, yes. Uh, Husey, again, if we do a wrestling thing later, if you're up, I don't know what time it is over there in Ireland, but uh, later today when WrestleMania is happening, I don't know, OJ and I might do a WrestleMania thing. D no, Jay Cousin, you can't come on. All right? Here, here we go. All right? No, not right now. Maybe when we do a wrestling thing, you want to come on. But I'm also going to really. kick you off eventually. Like, you can't hijack these shows. And you can't email me all the time. Like, we, we scheduled the thing. I'm going on Jake Hudson's show tomorrow, Sunday. I'm going to do Jake Hudson's show tomorrow. Everyone tune into Jake Hudson's show tomorrow. But, Jake, I am not going to be this, you know, I'm just going to let anyone on. I actually try to structure things. I don't just invite people on last second. So, it's a, since we're addressing things real quick, let, let me just address Sam V. I, I'm, uh, Sam, I'm not a fan of guys from Cleveland that are thieves and liars. Just not. Jesus. That, that narrows down the pool, doesn't it? There Do you, you like go. anyone in Cleveland? Dave Daffler with another super chat. Dave, you don't have to keep super chatting, brother. Is Chad heterosexual? Uh, he claims Look, I think this is a legitimate uh, question. And maybe he's asexual, but, you know, Chad doesn't seem to be involved with women at any stage. And perhaps, perhaps the, uh, the black eye was, uh, you know, a unwanted advance at some sort of bathhouse or whatever, you know, or some sort of public toilet. You never know. It is a glory hole accident. 
Yeah, all that. It is an interesting theory because you're right. He doesn't really, he talks about dudes a lot and how they're all dorks and they're all, you know, they all suck. But yeah, he never talks about chicks, I guess. Um, I, but he also claims that, you know, any chick that he dates doesn't want to be involved with all this crap and all that. Um, but yeah, I guess that could be a, uh, a theory. What do you think, Bill Loney? About what, Chad? And his yeah. sexuality? I don't think about that at all. Oh, well, that's the wow. right That's the right answer. <laughs> All right, let's keep going. Off or not? Let's keep going with this. Clip. I'm sorry, what was really that? Handled them. What, what did all you guys say? I'm sorry. I said that's how I jerk off or not. Oh no. <laughs> and I'm also not going girls because they're much bigger. Oh yeah, girls at that age. All right, so we're we're just taking white male nine year olds in this scenario. What, what, what is that? Girls are bigger at that age. Uh, they mature faster than boys. That's what we're always told. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean, girls are gonna. You could probably break limbs much easier on girls. I would say, and girls don't know how to fall or anything. You know what I mean? Like, girls are very unathletic. Like, sorry to sound like a misogynist, but it's facts. Like, they just no. I reckon you're wiping out way more girls than boys for sure. I don't care if they're bigger. They're fucking like baby giraffes. All right. That's a that's a good way that's a good theory or a good way to look at it. I, I kinda I, I was I was uh buying into the idea that yeah, girls are a little bigger at that age than boys, but you're right. I mean girls are just they're built differently. They're there's they're you know structural your know, skeletal frame, everything about them is different. Their their muscle mass, uh yeah. Fucking baby giraffes. Baby giraffes. <laughs> that was good, Ozzy. They've, uh, you know, they've had a few periods under their belts. Oh, God, why are you being gross, Fez? Why talk such a way? And they're just like steroid calves. One of the things you have to remember also, one of the kids are going to kick you in the shin. And once they kick you in the shin, now you're going to start hopping up and down. Here's the thing, Mr. Poe. The kid who kicks me in the shin is getting fucked up. He's getting it three times. Because I'm going to blast that kid making an example out of him. And I'm not shutting up. I'm yelling, this is what you get. <laughs> All right, Ron is hilarious. He is, <laughs> but he's That's right. Funny, there yeah. are certain parts that are gonna hit you where you're gonna be like, "You little piece of shit!" Yeah, exactly. You fucking ooh. yeah, yeah. That's gonna fire you up for sure, for sure. All right, so I think this next clip, I'm hoping we get more into the uh, psychological warfare, so I can get off the nine year olds and go. Ah, uh, Bill, you're on Ron and Fez. Hey, yeah. how are you I supposed am? to uh, beat up a bunch of kids if you got such a hard boner? Oh, you know what? You're the sickest <laughs> bastard in the world. That's the <laughs> sickest <laughs> bastard in the world. Uh, Roger, you're on Ron and Fez. <laughs> That's funny. Hey, Ron. Yeah. Are, are we talking a nine-year-old battle royal here? Well, you know, uh, here now this is the interesting thing because Jarrett really hasn't put this together too well. He says, how many nine-year-olds could you beat up in a ring? All kids are normal, non-retarded, just normal. So I'm sure people bring up, hey, retarded all the time to this guy. That's got to be the first question. And that's how he leaves it, in a ring. So I'm thinking almost Crazy 88 style, where they're coming over one at a time, not coming over 100 at a time. See, I picture them all coming at you at once. But again, you understand, Fezzi, what a Royal Rumble is that. You, they're coming in they're coming in one at a time, but if you can't get the kid out of the ring, they're staying in there. Ron, uh, what, what are you going to do, though, when one of them gives you the slick Rick uppercut to the nads? 
I'm going to kill that kid. And I'm going to tell you the truth. And I don't know whether this is in there, but I'll snap a neck on one of those nine-year-olds. And when the other ones see what what a, a dead child looks like, I think it's going to throw a fear through that group. I think the fear <laughs> is going to be rushing up and down their spines. See, I take a nad shot. I'm uh, I'm down in the corner. And I'm just defenseless at that point. I can't take nad pain. You better start and believe in yourself, Fezzy. You need a little more confidence. You need a little more confidence in yourself. So, yeah, so we start, they start to get into a little <laughs> bit of that psychological uh, warfare where, yeah, if you literally kill one of these kids, it's oh. going to scare the shit out of all the other ones. That is brilliant. Like, uh... <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get... yes when they see a killed kid you're right it's gonna fuck with them it's uh phenomenal like isn't this what's missing from radio in this day and age yes like, how, how fun is this it, it's like, amazing yeah. his uh, ron bennington's quickness and and yeah you're right it's just everything on radio i mean i listen to very minimal uh local radio because uh my mom still listens to it so when i get into the car sometimes it's on the fm station and man everything is just so scripted and manufactured now in radio and there's just no reason i can't believe we are in 2023 and radio and newspapers are still around um i just want to quickly uh jules david get fucked you're not getting any updates for two bucks <laughs> I've seen the money you throw around so, on other streams. You ain't we, getting any updates for two bucks. Get fucked. We have a special guest backstage. I don't know if you want to. Uh, oh, is it Jake Hudson? It is not Jake Hudson. It's not? No, unfortunately not. Hello, Cardiff. How are you? <coughs> oh, hi. How are you? I'm Cardiff, what's up, buddy? Hey, hello, Bill Loney. How are you doing? Terrific. Wow. You sound crisp. And clear and really great. Right, Compression's like working. So. Thank you. Yeah, nice to meet you, Cardiff. Oh, nice to meet you too. Who are you, Australian person? <laughs> well, hold yeah, on. Um... Wait, wait, hold on. Oh, there we go. Oh, wait. <laughs> there it is. Go back one. There it is. Yeah. Good day, mate. <laughs> Sounded very Canadian that good day, mate. Thank you. Thank you. Guess what? What? Uh, I really have nothing to add. I don't know Ron and Fez, but I wanted to test out my board. I figured. Run out, you piece of shit! <laughs> Sounds great. You All sound right. great. Oh, thank you. Not too much reverb. Yeah, no, no that's yeah. He, he sounds weird. You sound weird. You don't Ooh. sound how you normally sound. I, 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 I was just trying to uh, be supportive. There's a little, you know. I fuck I, him. <laughs> <laughs> There, uh, you could probably turn it down a little bit, but I like the addition of it. I'll say that. Oh, okay. Fuck you then. <laughs> see, see, Aussie guy. I'm always trying to build bridges with this potato, and then you know you're you're not helping me. God no. damn it! Uh, he's he's back. Zuma oh, yeah. got the black eye because he got a woman pregnant, a woman that isn't divorced yet. Ooh. Yeah, well, maybe. Ooh, ooh. All right, I'll let you get back to running, Fez. Okay. I just want to say hello. Hello. So, potato and don't Monday. forget Subred is surfing Mondays at 8 p.m. With Vinny Paulino. Yes. Thank you, Pilloni. Hey, but for Cardiff, before you gotcha, go, buddy. Dave, Dave Daffala sent a, a super chat for you there. Oh, calling you Potato you. Dundee. You can Venmo that to me immediately. Thank you. Uh, Get him also, off. Get him off. No, no, before you go, Cardiff, one Get thing. Him you, off. Men 
It was mentioned that Vinny does the graphics for subreddit surfing. That is correct. He is the Is he artiste. responsible for making himself so thin in the cartoon graphic? That is not an accurate <laughs> That is not accurate, that cartoon. One hundred percent, yes. That's yeah. Vinny. That's what yeah. Vinny thinks Vinny looks like. Yeah, that's not accurate <laughs> yes. at all. That's not accurate at all. That's amazing. Uh, well, thank you, Cardiff, for joining thank us. You. I mean, you're welcome to stay if you want, but it's totally uh, we have a we have a question from one of the beloved chatters right there. Oh sure, I don't want to. I, I like what you're doing. I like the, uh, you know, bringing some awareness to these two uh, young uh, radio personalities. So yes. I appreciate that, and I don't want to distract from that because I think they are both yeah. up and coming. Yeah. Definitely, Fez. Fez yeah. is on the rise for sure. Yes. yes. Uh, well, thank you, Cardiff. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, oh wait, uh, how many nine-year-olds can a floating potato with no, arm, no arms beat? Two, two. There you go. He's in the Fez and Black Girl category of beating up nine-year-olds. Yes. So. Thank you. All right. Okay. Uh, all right. Bye, Cardiff. Gagia. Gagia. <laughs> oh wait, hold on. What? Okay, just. Uh... How about now? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. It's terrible. We uh, love you, Cardiff. Thank you, Cardiff, for doing a uh, a little uh, <laughs> pop in. Doing the pop in, yes. Uh, Jake Hudson is is very mad at me right now because yes, I did just give him that link, Jake Hudson, because he is Um. All right, I'm gonna go one more. I think. Because uh, I want to go to the other Ron and Fez thing, and I feel good like morning, KB. Show us your tits. How dare you, monster! Ah, uh, Bill, you're on Ron and Fez. Hey, yeah. how are you supposed to uh, play that one? I had a feeling. All right, <laughs> I had a feeling that was going to be the case. All right, here we go. Kicking some of these kids, and I'm kicking them hard. And I guarantee you, once I kick them once, they're not going to want a second one. And I'll open up one of them with just uh, just uh, the Cocoa Bud Fezzy, where I'll just take my head and burst open one of his little nine-year-old nose. And when the blood is flying, the other kids are going to be freaking out. Well, I, I have to tell you that if you ever trained before and you're in a ring for three minutes, yeah. it's, a, it's more difficult than you think. It's exhausting. Good point. But we are talking about... Nine-year-olds, it's not like they're in great shape or can't even get in great shape. Well, you still have to punch and kick, and yeah. that takes that takes a lot out of you. Have you thought of this, Bo? You grab one of them uh, by the ankles and you just start swinging them around, using his skull as a weapon? <laughs> what did you say, Ozzy? No, I was about to tell Poe to go fuck himself. Three minutes in a ring with another man similar size to you trying right. to fight you is much different than just belting nine-year-olds. Uh, but I did love that. Yeah, pick one by the ankles and just, just them swinging them around and using it as a weapon. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, let's play uh, next clip. Hearing your confidence in yourself, Fezzy, I'm going to say you lose to the first one. What I'm going to think of right now is how many Fez Watleys can beat up a nine-year-old, and I'm going eight. I think we're going to have to clone you eight <laughs> times. I'm sure I could take one. Now, if it was how many nine-year-olds can you rape, that I, I know you have experience in. 
Here is uh, Carl. You're on a new question. Hey, guys, right. you're, yeah. you're forgetting about that. Yes, sir. Let's go, let's go around the horn. How many nine-year-olds do you think he could rape? Start, let's start with Bill Loney. Or no, OJ. How many nine-year-olds do you think you could rape? Uh, I, um, I'm i going to go I'll with answer. zero for me. Good I'll answer. answer. Yeah. All, of them. Do it, yeah. All, All of them. All of them. That's a good answer. I like that answer. Um, so this will only be – only money will be made from this via Super Chats. There will be no – Ads on this. Video. I don't expect this to get monetized. No. <laughs> okay, none of my live things do. Collateral damage. While you're fighting one, you can holler out things that hurt the feelings of the others. Right, like, fatty, you're next. Your Stuff like that. Don't love hey, you. four Santa's eyes, dead. you want a piece of this? Yeah, then their eyes are clouded with tears, you right in the nose. Yeah. Because they, they freak out at that age. Oh, yeah. It's Santini. I'm interesting. Yeah. The whole thing is going to be a Santini. And that's what I'm saying, too, Fez. When they start to see what happens, a lot of them rolling in a corner. It's like you don't think me and my friends could have beat up one of our older brothers. But when one of our I'm older brothers understood. jumped in the middle of us, the rest of us were cowering in the corners. Because you, you don't you – don't, you're so scared at that age. See, I think if the, a couple of them got on my arms and legs – no, then you, I'm not moving. No, it's not I'm... you. You're going to lose to one. We know that now. We believe you. What I'm saying is an average man. How many could an average man take? I would say five. All right, let's say three for me. Five for the average guy. What about Mike Tyson in his prime? Yes, sir. I love that Fez accepts completely accepts that he's not an average man. <laughs> And then ups his number from what he suggested of himself. I have five, five for an average man. I could do probably three, but yes, an average guy would do five. He's the best. We got a super chat from uh, Mr. Cardiff Electric. Cardiff Electric, don't forget or. so Cardiff Electric gave me a Canadian 279. It's funny. They don't do 299. The dude said 279. Don't forget that you owe me $5 for that super chat. Oh, that seems a bit counterproductive with your money there. But I'd be interested to know how the Canadian dollar goes against the Australian dollar. I reckon there's a fucking... There's an Australian dollar? Yeah, yeah. I think ours is only worth like 70 cents US. So when I get like my $12 from Spreaker for my podcast. Right. Uh, that bumps up to like $18, $19. Um, but yeah. We're all yep. screwed. When you're purchasing from the US, it's a fucking nightmare. I bet. Man, it's got to be worth the same as Disney money. <laughs> yeah. 89 Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson, Oof. I would say, could take a dozen. That's as far as I'll go with well, Mike. Then I wouldn't watch Mike. boxing. I would not watch boxing <laughs> if I thought to myself, oh, here's the toughest guy in the world. And yet a baker's dozen of nine-year-olds could kick the shit out of him. That would be it for me. I'd throw my TV out. It's true. It's true. You have to assume that Mike Tyson could beat up more than a dozen fucking, nine-year-olds. Fucking Mike Tyson could beat up every nine-year-old. I, well, I'll go. I'll go 89 Tyson? I'll go a step further. Even right now, I mean, you could go back 10 years and it'd be even better. But right now, Brock Lesnar, yeah. he could go for days, couldn't he? You know I, what I mean? Yeah. Like, Again, it yeah, all comes yeah. down to your own personal fatigue, I think, is the mm. biggest thing. <laughs> you just made me imagine Brock Lesnar in the movie 300 with a bunch of 
children attacking him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like the the bit where they uh, put the shields up and there's all the arrows coming, but it's just nine year olds <laughs> and Brock's right. just fucking <laughs> swatting him away. <laughs> All right, last clip on this. Let's get Steve C's opinion on this. Rest in piss. You're going to get tired. Mm. It's as simple as that. You will get tired. After a certain amount of punches, you're going to be exhausted. And if you think that you can do 100 kids, that's that's not going to happen. I slept for days after two young fishermen got me. All right, let's grab Steve real quick because I know he's a battler. And, uh, you know, I don't want to stay with this one thing forever, but it drives me crazy. To uh, to hear how some people just have no belief. Right, Steve, I don't know whether you heard the premise that we went through. And I've seen you. You're a guy who uh, is ready to scrap. You took on that. Uh, Tito op- Ortiz, yeah. Tito Ortiz, which to me, the balls to just say, here's a man who's a vicious killer. Yeah, Tito, I'm ready for you. Of course. Now, nine-year-olds, they're coming after you. <laughs> how many of them? Uh, that's it. How many of them can you handle? How many of them can you fight off before... You finally succumb. Uh, or you jump in the, a hybrid and take off. <laughs> you too, huh? Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I, I, you know, my my first instinct would not be to fight nine year olds, only because I think there's got to be a you got to have a screw loose somewhere. Right, but let's do but, this. Let, let, let's take it up a notch. Right. Nazis have your parents; they will kill them unless you fight these nine year olds. You're doing this to save your family. Uh, I think I've said about all I'm going to say to my parents. You know, they can. Go right. go with God. Uh, no, that's uh, all right. If I absolutely had to yeah. fight nine year olds, yes, uh, I could probably get about a dozen of them down before uh, before they they really piled on. They're you know they're sort of like big cockroaches at that point. I would just love yeah. to see Steve just punch a nine year old after nine year old. Yeah, I mean, if if really given a choice, I mean, are, are they are they knife wielding nine year olds? Do they no. have guns? No, white kids, non retarded. Oh. <laughs> non retarded whites. Non-retarded white. That's the key. Yeah. We're making this as easy as possible. But I might have to up that to maybe twenty. Yeah. I could I could take on twenty-nine-year-olds, right. but you know, if 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 com- if the choice has been completely eliminated for me, and I have to fight nine-year-olds, yeah, yeah. Well, I appreciate you guys coming in and giving us your expertise. Fez, Thank you. You're still going to tap out at three. Three. Yeah. yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Ron and Fez show. <laughs> Ron Bennington. Fez watching the Ron and Fez show. XM two o two. So Steve thinks he can beat up as many nine-year-olds as Fez thinks Mike Tyson can beat up nine-year-olds. Yeah. And that someone, uh, put, someone put up a comment, an eight-year-old Mike Tyson could probably do a dozen, which is, I mean, they just said an eight-year-old Mike Tyson, but I got, that was the, yeah, that one. Yeah. yeah. Eight-year-old Mike, eight-year-old Tyson. Uh, yeah, I think he's taken out a dozen. An eight-year-old yeah. Tyson is taking out a dozen <laughs> nine-year-olds, you know. Uh, that guy was fucking insane, but, um, easily these guys are seriously underestimating. Like you want to talk a dozen, like I've, I believe I've cleaned out a dozen before I'm tired and that's where I'm willing to say 50 is I'm probably pretty exhausted at 50 and I'll probably just drop to the floor and then they can pile on me and then what am I going to do? But yeah, a lot of these guys underestimating themselves. Agree. I think I'm somewhere in between 100 and 200 myself. If I had to honestly, uh, you know, answer this question. Look, yeah, if I try, I, if I, I tried I for it, stamina wise, for me, I don't, I don't think I can make 200. I think I'd be just 
just out of breath and energy just i'm a smoker so i think yeah. that would catch yeah. up with well, me a little quicker that's what i think the biggest thing is is your own personal fatigue birch the great thank you very much for the two dollar super chat morning the l the l Hurible and friends yes we're just hanging out on a saturday morning uh because our friend the aussie guy it's actually saturday night there weird isn't it uh nice. but yeah and we're just learning and teaching uh, each other about Ron and Fez and the greatness of which they are. Or yeah, were. good morning, Birch the Great. Thanks for joining us, buddy. I, I think that I could go with a higher number of nine-year-olds just because I, I fucking absolutely hate kids. So I think that the 150 is is probably probably pretty accurate for me. So where are you, OJ? You're under 50? I'm under 100. Okay. All right. I think, I think right. that's... I think we're all pretty much on average. I'm, of course, above average, but whatever. You're all just weaker than me, and I understand. I get it. I don't know if I'm weaker. <laughs> I, I'm definitely pretty strong for my size, but I'm just as far as endurance. Yes, I have a I have a weak endurance. Absolutely. Yeah, my endurance stinks, but just my absolute hatred for children. Yeah, I could probably dig deep. Probably dig deep sure it's all about the motivation too yes like they say you know if you're just like hey pick up that car you're you you, you can't do it however if your little child was under that car going mama pick up the car you could build that strength to pick up the car enough to get whatever. so what you're saying if there was a hundred nine-year-olds under that car you could pick <laughs> it up and drop it on them yes exactly <laughs> one shot yeah that's it <laughs> All right, my next Ron and Cl uh, Fez stuff. I'm just going to run through these clips. There's really not a lot to talk about with these clips. I think it's just hilarious. Uh, if you want to listen to the whole thing in full, uh, just type in Ron and Fez Attack at 11 on YouTube. And, uh, yeah, let's just go through this. Promos to do, right? Yep. But not for the... So, basically, they're going to cut some live... Uh, they're going to record some promos live on the show and it and it just shows you their humor and uh just how awesome they were and i agree and, with jason bardo my personal rage will sustain me in the fight yes yeah i'm sure there are a lot of people in our chat who have a lot of pent-up aggression nfl network let's do one for the xfl and let them know we think that shit's coming back it is back which is very odd the xfl is really? back who would have thought Jeez. back in uh I think this is like 2011. Six? No, this is um this is definitely after Dave. This might this might be even like 2012. This is a uh, later uh Ron and Fez years. So oh, I it's gave Pepper? you Yes, Pepper is okay. uh is uh producing for them. He, okay. he's a part of this. So this is the later Ron and Fez years. I would guess somewhere between 2011 and 2012. Well, I just saw Hitman the K-Rock background. That's why I was asking. Uh, so this picture, I actually added to the audio. It has nothing okay. to do with, yeah. So. El Horrible. Uh, I don't know if this is correct, but uh, Coyoto Whiskers saying it says it's 2005. Attack at 11 would not be 2005 because, again, Chris Stanley is there, and Chris Stanley didn't even start interning until 2006. There is no Eastside Dave in this clip. However, I believe Eastside Dave may have been visiting that day because there was a part that I cut out. But again, that's too inside. But yeah, I think I think this clip is later. The first clip, the fighting nine-year-olds, that was from 2005. So like I said, I gave you an early clip, and this is a little later. Not for the NFL Network. Let's do one for the XFL. 
and let them know we think that shit's coming back. New Jersey hit, man. What's up? Oh, these are all mine or just one? Just that one. All right. <clears throat> that sounded healthy. The Ron and Fez Show, currently winning the battle for your soul. Coming up on the next Ron and Fez Show, attention, bulimic girls, it's our puke to win contest. Then one lucky neighborhood will be targeted for a rash of pet killings. The Ron and Fez Show, we'll see you in hell. Um... I like that a lot. Ron Bennington is also a master of dead air. Can we run that five times? Oh no, we have more to do. But I don't. I if we get one good, I I, I can't imagine anything could be better than that. All right. Again, I'm just gonna go through these. The Ron and Fez Show. The guys doing horrible things to your sister. Coming up on the next Ron and Fez Show. Peanut allergy kids plus a jar of Jif equals fun. Then it's our prosthetic scavenger hunt for amputees. The Ron and Fez Show, breaking into your house as we speak. That opening line, guys doing horrible things to your sister, makes us sound like rapist. We had this problem last week with the rape. Yeah, rape is never funny. Unless a rapist gets raped or a raping Nazi gets raped. Poor Nazi. Or if you're a Ray DeVito fan. So the third you ever watch amputee porn? I have never watched amputee uh, porn, you monster. It's fucking hysterical. I watched a bit of midget porn. That sounds horrible. Oh, midget porn's awesome. Amputee but amputee porn, porn? It sounds horrifying to me. It is. But, right, there's this chick, and she's getting fucked missionary, but she's, like, uh, cut above the knees, and the little legs are fucking... <laughs> Pretty funny. You are a twisted, twisted man, baloney. <laughs> Normally, like it's a toe curling orgasm. For that, is it a knee curling orgasm? Oh, it's like a thigh paddling uh, orgasm. I don't know. Yeah, I wonder if it would have. To I'm not depend- good with analogies, sir. I wonder if it would have to depend on what the actual amputee part is, because I don't mm. know the leg, or I don't think arms would bother. No, that'd probably bother me. So you watch uh, amputee porn for the humor? Yes. Or the pleasure, or both? Both, I'd imagine. Mm, I mean, Fez show. <laughs> We're white. Coming up for the next Run and Fez show, we book the Charlie Sheen suite for our next drug-fueled meltdown. Then it's a handicap match, us versus the disabled. The Ron and Fez show, based on the number one bestseller. Here's my problem. The we're white, it seems like we're putting down other ethnic groups. No, I think it's just stating a fact. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Can we do one for this show? show. We attack Hold at on 11. One What's that? Can we do one for this show? Like, coming up next on Bedablin Live, OJ sucks the piss out of the jeans. <laughs> <laughs> he just did it. Bill Loney fucks an amputee. <laughs> there we go. Now we have it. Well, go ahead, I didn't get fucker. my paper in time. Oh, I don't get fuck. all the papers like you do. I get them one at a time like I'm retarded. Oh, I have them nice and stapled in front of me here. All right. The Ron and Fez show, we attack that's, at 11. That's my line. 
All right. It says CS next to it. Gotcha. The Ron and Fez Show. We attack at 11. The Ron and Fez Show. We attack at 11. Oh, come on. I said that already. What did I say? You said the same thing I did. I gotcha. Said. The Ron and Fez Show. We attack at 11. Coming up on the next Ron and Fez Show, we attack at 11. Now you're combining your lines and mine. Doesn't work that way. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. The Ron and Fez Show. We attack at 11. Coming up on the next Ron and Fez Show, we spin the hate crime wheel and see who gets punched for being different. We attack at 11. Oh, you don't... You almost had that time, but you added my line to the end of yours. We ought to cross your line out then. I should probably only have my lines on here. <laughs> but no, see. Let's do it. Oh. Let's do it, because this is the way we do it. Okay. This is how we do it, baby. Uh, should we run music in the background? Because if we are, I recommend this is how we do it. The Ron and Fez show. We attack at 11. Yeah, that's Chris Stanley's line. Why isn't he saying it? Thank you for the $2 super chat, Dave Dalla. Only porn. Daffler. Uh, only porn movie I've ever seen was Yentl. Ew. Where's the. What the fuck is Yentl? Yentl was that Barbara Streisand movie. Oh, yeah, that's brilliant. Use the entertainment. Has anyone else here seen Beetlejuice's sex tape? I have. Have you guys? No, I have not. I, I, I'm I, not I, interested I, either. Jeezy, <laughs> super chat that, and I'll answer it. I've oh, seen that, and I also remember uh, I heard the time he had sex with the prostitute in the hotel on the Stern Show. Yes, and uh, wasn't there uh, a porn with John the Stutterer? Not Stuttering John. The other one, John the Stutterer. I don't know. I feel I like remember. there was. I know there was one with Bigfoot. Um, what about Jeff, the, Jeff the Drunk? I, I can't. <laughs> I can't remember. There was no Shuli sex tape. Can you know, you know, they played it on the air on <laughs> how it's done. They did. They played it on the air. Are you ready for Daddy's come? <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. It's out there. I don't know. I stopped listening to Stern after Eric the Midget died. I this is all alleged, Julie. I don't know. I, I, I discovered this on Shuli's Anonymous. Uh, so King, <laughs> Kinky Loco, Kinky Loco, said uh, it was Elephant Boy. Oh, Elephant Boy. Okay, I know there was an Elephant Boy. I think uh, there's a lot of whack packers because I know there was one they tried with High Pitch Eric at one point. I think it was High. Yeah, Eric. I remember that. And uh, Hank the Angry Drunken Dwarf. Were High Pitch could work. not get yeah. an erection from what I remember. And neither could yeah. Hank. It was Hank and High Pitch were with some girls. I don't. I think they tried to film it. Or maybe they just went off with some whores or something. I don't know. It's hard to keep track of all this shit. Uh, Husey, it was Beetlejuice and another dwarf tea, uh, tag teaming some crackhead woman. She had a strangely good arse. See, he loves it us. And I bet you she was black. I bet she. Oh my god! I saw on Twitter. Did anyone see on Twitter? There's a woman like walking through Costco with a muumu on, and her ass is like flopping, clapping. Like, yeah, have you seen Fucking that? Fucking clapping! Oh my god! Yeah. Send me yeah. a link. That's I, one I of will. the most disgusting images I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Did you see I'll it be... too? 
I saw Debbie Dabbler had posted it on uh, Twitter yesterday, and that's when I saw it. Yeah, it was OJ. Uh, would you? No, absolutely not. Alpha replay? No, uh, I need to see. I wanted her moo moo to not raise just from the back, just so bad. No, no, no. But I want to see her without the moo moo on. I need to see what that looks like. Like it's very bizarre. It's almost like some kind of like flying creature or some it looks kind of... like two like two growths like two tumors giant tumors that are clapping together and just i i wouldn't even want to see what it looks like oh i'm so curious i'm trying to find it on my twitter feed but there's so much fucking garbage and shit i can't find it uh, <laughs> could you <laughs> could you yeah that's a... i don't know Again, <laughs> probably not I feel bad because people don't know what we're talking about because we don't have the video. But nah, everybody knows what we're talking. Someone will find it. We don't feel your pain. Okay. Oh, this right. is the wrong clip. All right, I'm just gonna play like two more, and uh, we will move on from Ron and Fez. <clears throat> Let's do this. Let's do it right. The Ron and Fez show. We attack at eleven. That's my line again. The Ron and Fez Show. We attack at 11. Coming up on the next Ron and Fez Show, we spin the hate crime wheel and see who gets punched for being different. Then, as the weather turns colder, time for some good old-fashioned church burning. We attack at 11. Oh, no. See. The Ron it's and my, Fez Show. It's my line again. I have to end the promo. Well, you should have. See, you jumped in there and I couldn't. Let's do it. We're going to do it now? Yeah. The Ron and Fez Show, we attack at 11. Coming up on the next Ron and Fez Show, we spin the hate crime wheel and see who gets punched for being different. Then, as the weather turns colder, time for some good old-fashioned church burnings. The Ron and Fez Show, we don't feel your pain, we cause it. We attack at 11. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> what part don't you like? The no, part where you jumped in at the end, it wasn't on the script. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's not on the script? What the fuck do you call well, this Well, it wasn't in the order, right order. Then who are you blaming that on? And your Chris, own dick. And Chris, your last line you want to hit feel instead of your. Ah! What the fuck? Come on. Try my best here. You fucked up. You fucked up, and now no one will listen to us. <laughs> Let's a, do this. Let's this one take this. Terrible turn of events. It is. Yeah, so Rod and Fez are, are classic for running things into the ground and just doing it constantly until you're like, this is a fight. And then you go, oh, well, okay, now it's kind of funny again. Yeah, yeah, a thing I heard the other day, uh, Fez had done a bit, uh, and then people just kept calling in and saying, I loved that bit, and referring back to bits that Fez had done in the past. And, yeah, similar thing. It was like everyone had a new take on it, That it, and, like, Ron's thing was there, all his bits are the same. But, yeah, it, it was funny. Like, it, it got to the point where it was like, this got annoying, but now it's funny again. Agreed. That was funny again. Uh, so yeah, uh, we'll do more Ron and Fez stuff down the line and uh, introduce people to other Ron and Fez uh, stuff. Uh, I'm liking so I'm liking it so far. This was this was highly entertaining. The whole nine year old discussion. This, I mean, this is great. I love, yeah. I'm, I'm really looking forward to hearing more stuff. Awesome. Yeah. Again, uh, Ron and Fez were always my favorite. I think they were like the most original. Just. Their personalities, obviously, the character of Fez, um, and just his whole his whole story arc 
throughout the years. Uh, Brother Ted, El Harible, will you start producing new tightly edited videos regularly? Uh, I mean, yeah, it's hard, the edited videos. I mean, with John not being around, uh, it's been hard to make the edited videos um, be associated with dabbler things. But now that the dabble verse has been so, uh, you know, extended, uh, if you will, um, I'm going to try and do more videos like the one I did uh, yesterday. So I have a new video out. Uh, it's uh, Be Dabbler episode 14 or something. 14. I don't know. 14. It's called State of the Dabbleverse. And it's basically like a recap of kind of everything that kind of happened in the last week or so in the Dabbleverse. Uh, and I'll, I'll try to do more of those regularly. Um, it's just hard. I mean, you know, it's, it's, I try, I'm trying to do stuff that isn't what everyone else is doing constantly. I mean, you know, like, I don't want to be the, you know, fourth show who's covering Chad Zumark's thing or, you know, whatever WATB did. So I'm, uh, you know, I, all of this is fun for me. It's all a hobby. I don't do this as a living. Uh, so, and that's why I don't even have a set schedule. I don't have a Patreon because I feel like once I create a Patreon, then this is a job because I'm, I'm, I have to create things. Um, I don't like working like that. I like creating things when I get inspired, when I have ideas, when I actually have things. Um, however, tonight, like I said, during WrestleMania or after WrestleMania, I haven't really figured that out. I think OJ and I are going to hop on and we're just going to hang out. We're going to try and get some new uh, listeners based on wrestling. Um, and uh, because it's the biggest weekend for wrestling and uh, it might just be fun. We'll take some calls. We'll, uh, we'll invite people on to uh, be on uh, webcam uh, and uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. But as far as like be dabbler and be dabbling live, I really only like to do things when I feel like I have something worth doing. Uh, I like that you didn't have any confidence in your comedy because you left out the word comedy in that chat. What? What are you talking about? What did I do? What? Oh, he did chat. He I said tightly, tightly edited comedy videos, and you just said tightly edited videos. Oh, did I really? I'm sorry. I'm yeah. a horrible reader. <laughs> nah, I'm really... You don't. You don't have faith in your comedy. Uh, that's fine. that. That is very. That could very well be true. You're. I gotta say though, the 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 Brennan the Brennan Forrest Gump review was hilarious. That Thank was, you. Was, was, uh, fucking amazing. Um, honestly, I have to give credit to Cardiff Electric who gave me that idea. Uh, I he, mean, I'd he, like to hear you expand your Kevin Brennan impression past. He's a fucking <laughs> idiot. idiot. I know it's well. That's the thing. It's like uh, okay. So uh, hold on one second, Brad, uh, brother Ted. It's brilliant. Those highly edited videos are a genre. No, that wasn't the one either. But it was from bro brother Ted. Um, yeah. yeah, it's hard to do the Kevin impression if you're not just yelling something. So I always have to start out with "He's a fucking <laughs> idiot," and then like yeah. to like to try and just do his voice is kind of hard. Uh, but. There's a bit of Fez to it. Like, for me, Fez is like my standard American gay guy voice. Like, oh my God, you guys. Like, yes. what are you doing? Well, you know, like, and Kevin Brennan's got, he started to get that little bit of an Instagram influencer voice, you know. Yeah. He's got kind of an effeminate voice in a way. Yeah. Yeah. There's some, well, someone said there's a slight lisp, and there is. Yeah. Uh, so I like to I like to uh, throw that in, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I just um, 
I don't even consider myself an impressionist. I just kind of try and do people's voices, and sometimes I can, and sometimes I can't. Uh, Guru Run, is this Aussie dude a Howard or ONA fan? Uh, I got into it through ONA. Uh, I was just like, I, I think originally I, I, it was Louis C.K. I, I got obsessed with Louis C.K.'s comedy, and that's how I found ONA. And then I just started listening to all this ONA. And so I didn't know Howard until WATP and Stuttering John. And now that I go back and listen to the Howard stuff, uh, look, I would have been a fan of both. Like, clearly, they're, they're yeah. both amazing shows. But ONA was the first I got into, for sure. Yeah, I uh, ONA used to talk about too that they did have a strong Australian following for yeah. some reason. Yeah, and I, I remember when because Jim and Sam, I was actually listening to Jim and Sam uh, because I, I discovered ONA, and then like it was literally right as Anthony got fired, and then right. so then I heard Opie and Jim, and then Jim and Sam happened, and I remember I was listening to Jim and Sam in the afternoon uh, when I got home because it'd be on YouTube. And I remember Jim and Sam going nuts one day because Sirius had pulled everything off of YouTube. Sure. And they were they were so mad because I like this is an international audience that can't listen to us normally, you know. And I th I think that's a part of what it was for for O and A, uh, is when when YouTube came along and all of that, like people got into it and they found ways of listening. Uh, and Anthony Cumia, I will say I of Americans that do an Australian accent, like most of them can't do it. Like it's, it's a pretty hacky. Anthony Cumia's Australian accent is phenomenal. Yes, it really. And basically he's just doing the Outback TV commercials. There's certain things that he just got like that. Ang -yay. Oh, like, yay. Yeah. And the fucking one day he said he landed on his freckle. On my freckle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He does it very, very good. I'm not in a freight elevator, by the way. This is a couch, an old couch stood up. Oh, uh, nice. I'm in, my, I'm in my back shed, and I, all I care yeah. about is sound. I'm not, I sure. do an audio podcast. I'm not a visual guy, uh, but yeah, all I care about is sound, and I've got a good quality sound. So yeah, there's a couple of couches stood up behind it, me. It does look like a freight elevator. Uh, <laughs> Crusher 17 question for the panel. A lot of Uncle Rico videos where the guys, where the guys mentioned John in everyone's pocket. Anyone else think Kevin is turning into the same? A little bit confused by the wording of this. Question yeah. for the panel. A lot of Uncle Rico videos where the guys mentioned John in everyone's pocket. So John, are they talking about how John used to talk about like how much people made or how much they spent on stuff? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That might be the angle. Yeah, Crusher, maybe try to rephrase the question a little bit. Or are they talking about how yes, John was always... rephrase it in the form of a super chat. Or were they, or are they asking, like, is John always, like, looking for money from people? I don't know. Because I don't think Kevin is um, ever I, Yeah, I think it's probably on that that angle in terms of, like, always looking for super chats, and that's the whole basis of... Yes. Okay, okay. Oh yeah, all right. So yes, that's that that oh, clears yeah. things up. Thanks. Uh <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> but no, I'm more um, confused now than ever. <laughs> but no, John does certainly think about what everyone's making and I can I can see the correlation, like Kevin Brennan and like Zumok as well, like does seem to focus on what how much money people are making and and as you say, uh El Horrible, you know, funny before money. Like that's so, one of my so things, is, that's one of my Sorry, just quickly. That's one of my things with Zumok. Like, 
I've just not seen a lot of funny. Like I can see dark humor in what he does, but outside of that, like I don't just see any clever off the cuff lines or anything like that. There's nothing, Chad. Like literally, the last six months has never gone for the joke, like ever. Uh, like I don't. He says he's a comedian, but I mean, he never ever makes a joke. Like it's all just like that guy's a fucking dork, and this guy fucking sucks, and this guy doesn't know what he's doing, and <laughs> like and just screaming in the microphone. Like Chad, you got like if you're a comedian, you got to have some kind of mic technique, brother. I'm a guy doing this in his mom's basement, and I'm concerned about my mic technique that I just fucking <laughs> dropped four hundred bucks on a microphone. Like come on, dude. Same same and i'm doing it in my shed with a couch right. uh stood up uh but uh what i was gonna say yeah husey is someone that likes chad and i get what husey likes like i like in all honesty a vague rape threat to Stilto's wife is funny like it is funny but like it's not you know like it's not genius comedy it's just be right. it's funny because it's so dark yeah it's you know shocking. and, and Yes, and I, I, I get how that can be funny, but in terms of, like, you know, Carl and like, obviously you guys and Carl and Kumia and uh, Kevin Brennan and Bob Levy and all these different people, they have funny lines that, that they can come up with. Chad, the only thing that's funny is how dark and bizarre he is. And it yes. is hilarious how dark and bizarre he is, but it's not like that's not him being clever. It's no, just him being crazy, never. You know? He's never clever. Ch Chad, like... And I, me too. I don't hate. I don't hate anyone. I, I'll put that out there first. I don't hate Steel Toe. I don't hate Chad. Um, I I find certain. I don't hate NLO. I don't hate like anyone who all these people. I don't hate Ray. All these like inner you know fighting things. Um, but I will say like Chad, you never ever try for the joke. You think just like going after people is funny. It's it's funny if you have jokes to go after them with. And I just wanted to bring this up. And OJ, I'm sorry. I'm going to just let you do the chat. Because every time I'm like, oh, I should click that. You click it. And then, so I'm sorry about that, OJ. Uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll yeah, figure yeah. it out. No, week. I'm just going to let you do it. But okay. yes, I wanted to uh, bring this up. Uh, thank you, Kinky Loco, for the $5. Please look up Andrea Brower's Living In It podcast on Spotify. Our own Cranberry Electric does an exclusive interview, interview with her about the trolls. I have not listened to this yet i'm saving it for the gym because there's something about i'm a huge cranberry electric fan uh cranberry australian yes he's a fellow australian and uh he does a podcast um where he basically does the uh a version of what i did i kind of ripped up cranberry on my latest video because cranberry he does recaps of like what's kind of happening in the dabble verse and they're genius and for some reason i love listening to them in the gym so i plan on going to the gym today and i'm going to listen to this this is actually cranberry electric he got onto andrea brower's podcast andrea brower of course we all know is a moderator former moderator and beloved Chata. of stuttering john absolutely and i've heard that it is incredible so don't uh don't miss that. Go to Andrea Brower's Living In It podcast on Spotify and listen to our own Cranberry Electric and go follow Cranberry Electric on uh, Twitter and YouTube and all that. I, I promise you, you will not be disappointed. So you're saying Cranberry Electric probably handle things a little bit better than Ray DeVito? Oh, yes, I'm sure. I'm sure 100%. Oh, he, 
Do you want to thank Ray DeVito right now, Bedabla? And Cardiff, I wish Cardiff was here, actually. You guys probably should thank Ray DeVito for being the latest bomb of an interview <laughs> after what you guys did. That was embarrassing. Like, Ray was not the man for that interview. Interview. Don't, don't bill it as a hard-hitting interview if Ray DeVito is doing it. Give me a break. That was, 100%. Uh, yeah. I don't understand. It got a lot of buzz. And mm. it also made me real because once I saw everyone stream sniping each other, I was like, man, we all missed a huge opportunity here to do a pre-show, which yeah. was something that Carlos Danger had actually thought of before Dabble Court, which was genius. And mm. I don't know why I didn't think of doing a pre-show of all of the uh, Ray DeVito stuff until literally Ray was about to go on. But uh, I'm going to try and do that. Next time there's a big hyped up thing, uh, I'm going to do a pre-show with uh, a whole panel of people and we're going to treat it like ESPN and talk about what kind of question do you think Ray will do? Will Ray's internet be shit? You know, that's the first thing I have to criticize Ray on is if you knew the apartment has shitty internet, go anywhere. Like you can go to a corner of a library. Yeah, you can't, you know, yell and, you know, but you're not a yelly animated, you know, that kind of broadcaster anyway. You just wanted to ask some questions. But yeah, I agree. I don't know why that was hyped up so much. Uh, I will say that is actually the one joke Chad has made recently that did make me laugh. He titled it uh, Ray, Ray interviews Aaron, the interview no one asked for yeah. or something like that. I thought that was funny. Uh, but I... You are I correct. The the main thing, like what what did we all used to goof on Stuttering John for? Like the major thing was Stuttering John's interviews where he wasn't prepared, right. he didn't know he didn't know really know about the person and he wouldn't like truly listen to the person. That was what Ray did. Like Ray didn't know anything about the situation. And, uh, and yeah, like credit to Joe, the producer, who he copped some heat from, I guess, Steel Toe fans, but like at least he put something. I, I out don't, there. I'm not a fan of Joe's at all. I'll be honest. I think, I think he's, uh, you've hit a nerve. Oh, yeah. OJ was not a fan of Joe. I have to Nothing. agree. I thought, I thought Joe at least brought the questions that the people wanted to hear. Um, Ray, well, hey, you know, wait, I, I don't uh, let me. I'm sorry to cut you off, but let no, me just say, I, I don't have a problem. I didn't have a problem with him jumping in. I think he needed to jump in. I think that was probably the right thing to do. It was right. the amount of times that he jumped in, and it was it was his angry tone. He had a very angry, uh, combative tone. He told the he told Aaron he didn't like Steel Toe. He told Aaron that he was a nobody. I mean, in my book, that's just unprofessional. You don't have a guest come on and treat them like that. Now, if I'm somebody that might want to come on to the show, thinking about doing an interview with Ray, I'm now going to think twice because, wow, what if this producer that nobody knows jumps in and ambushes me like this? So I just thought it was bad business. Bad OJ, business. Can, I, can I ask you, are you a steel toe guy? No, I I was a fan, a big fan and supporter of Steel Toe when when I first discovered them, like a lot of us dabblers were. Um, but I still I have a respect. I do have a respect, Aaron. I respect what he's doing. I haven't watched in a while, but um, no, I, I do have a, I do have an amount of respect for Aaron. Yes. Yeah, right. Gek. 
Hey, that sounds familiar. Can you do that again? <laughs> You're a doothy geck. Swear I've heard that somewhere, but I can't pinpoint it yet. Uh, I understand where OJ is coming from. Um, I, I also agree. I, I think um, uh, Steel Toe is a good show for what it is. Uh, you know, if you're looking just for, you know, uh, kind of a morning show kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I just, I think, I think Joe was definitely needed at a certain point because yeah, everyone was just, I mean, I'm I got to give. I'm not denying that. I'm not denying that. It, like I said, it was the amount of times it was his angry tone. It was him de- de- putting down, telling the guest he yes. sucked. You know, that was uncalled for. You, 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 yeah. You X that shit out, then, then it was fine. It was needed. He did right. do a good job in that aspect. But that shit I'm talking about, that was so unnecessary, and I didn't appreciate it. Being a fan of Ray Devito's, right. Yeah, I yes, you're right. He didn't have Nessa, he didn't have to say that he wasn't a fan of them and all that kind of stuff. I, I agree with you. I'll call him a nobody. Yeah, I, all that stuff. That was just him getting. But his I own agree with that. No, no, no. I'm going to push back on this. I, okay. I agree with that. When when Aaron is going to say I'm washing my hands of Bob Levy, his comment was, "How does a nobody wash his hands of Bob Levy?" Like I, I agree, the arrogance of Aaron in that. And let's be real, you know, like Carl's got his beef with Chad Zumok, and I get it. And and Aaron's got his beef with Chad Zumok. Aaron's show, I'm sorry, Aaron's show is what Jocktober was created for. But seriously, I if I, ONA I still existed, Steel Toe would get Jocktobered to the moon. A hundred percent. I agree. Yeah. And, and, that's- and, and hold on, Aussie guy. I'm a fan of Steel Toe. Uh, I drive a truck, so I I love the, the, the background noise, you are absolutely 1,000% right. That I, is a perfect I, I, show to get shot over. I agree with that too, but it's one thing to for to have that come from Bob Levy or Shuley or even Mike. It's another thing for it to come from an off-camera producer that's trying to, I don't but know what Shuley, he's, trying, he's trying to be a star now you, or some shit. I, I don't get it. Did you hear the after show? Shuley and Bob both texted Joe and said, it's time for you to chime in. They they were the puppeteers. Again, I think what? you guys they, they I don't know if you're hearing my that. point. I don't think there I don't have a problem with him chiming in. It was the other shit that he did. Oh, you're saying that he was just dis- look, yeah, I yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um yeah, I, I, I felt it was necessary. But no, no, I can hear where you're coming from. Um, for sure. Yeah, that yeah, that angle like- I agree with as far as uh but uh I but I also agree with Ozzy that yeah. Steel Toe would totally be, a, you know, Jack Tobered to the moon if Opie yeah. and Anthony were still around. And, yeah. and again, but they do a good show for what it is. Um, but yeah, they would to- like that whole that whole um, husband and wife angle with a podcast. It's like you can't you got to find someone besides your significant other to do this with. Like, I can't imagine doing this with my mom. Like, what the hell would we say to each other when we're not doing this? We don't talk as it is, so. (laughs) My wife has not listened to a single thing that I've done. And, you know, and I'm, uh, you know, I've been involved in hundreds uh, of episodes of different podcasts. If she ever listened to it, I'd be like, don't stop. Just stop. (laughs) This is separate. We we are separate, you know? Yeah. And look, I I also want to say, I I just got to say this. I I don't have a a problem with Joe, the producer. I had a problem with this situation. I think that I was in the chat yesterday. I think he's, he was being really thin skinned. He he put in the comments that he wasn't going to put up any of my comments because he's in control of it. 
I'm, oh, I'm this is paraphrasing. I'm paraphrasing. That's that's kind of childish, you know. It's just this situation. I didn't appreciate how it went. In my opinion, that's just how I felt, and mm-hmm. if that's too bad. They had a problem with that. That's just a, the way I see it. On a scale from one to piss on your jeans, where would it rate? <laughs> the thing is, the whole pissing thing. Like anybody that doesn't understand, like just. I, it's never gonna go away, but I that I'm wasn't that was it. just like the 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 straw that broke the camel's back in our friendship. It wasn't <laughs> I would have forgiven the whole pissing thing. Yes, I was mad about it for a little while. I would have gotten over it, but it just is what it is. That's it. But I, with the pissing thing and, and this dude, it was just, just a thing. Joke. I have you no emotional go. investment into this other than I'm a fan of Ray DeVito's and I just didn't appreciate the, the way the 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 way Joe took his approach to it, I didn't like his approach. I liked what he did, but again, I'm repeating myself now. It's just I didn't like him putting down steel toe and kind of jumping. No, but this, this is the thing. Nobody. This is the thing, though, OJ. This is what's great about this is we're having a disagreement, or you know, whatever. We're we're having a discourse. Right. Um, Aaron doesn't want that. He wants yes and you know and yeah. I Look, a lot of these guys, hey, are, are narcissistic. The, the the people that are what? doing these shows, you know, they, what they, they like. Yeah. You mean we like so, attention, <laughs> right? So you know, you it's, I can understand. You know, I, I don't know. I, I try. I really try to like everybody. I really do. I try to give everybody a chance. And uh, all right, I, Ray. But, I, with that said, no. With that yeah, said, exactly. I do see a lot of flaws. I I, I do. There's a lot of things about Steel Toe I don't like. Oh, sure. Hey, Guru, what, what are you talking about? What the fuck at me dabbler? I don't know. I, I think yeah. I've, uh, I've betrayed you somehow with my comments. Much. I just don't know what, uh, what the fuck thing. I think he just wants me to smash steel toe or something, but I'm not going <laughs> to smash them. I'm, I'm not a fan of their show. I very early on said that the whole collection plate thing was very corny and cheesy and very horrible. Cringy. It's always, that was it's always cringy for me. Super too. cringy. And that's where I kind of dropped off. And then him trying to legitimize uh kevin drunk fuck was my final straw where he's like hey this guy's got some talent and no no he doesn't like stop talking about him i'm pissed i even brought him up but i feel like i had to because of the steel toe thing (laughs) do you know the do you know the biggest thing is for me right and i busted your balls earlier b dabbler because you left out the word um comedy out of the you know comedic out of the thing i busted your balls about leaving it out but this is my thing don't tell me you're doing comedy I'll decide if you're doing comedy. Agreed. Do your thing. Yes. And if you're funny, I'll laugh and I'll go, this guy's funny. Stop telling me that you're doing a comedy show. Right. Because you're not. I've not laughed at that show ever. But anyway. Yeah. I, I'm I'm in the same boat. And that's that's kind of like I someone said the phrase funny before money to me, one of my beloved chatas. And I just took it and ran. And that's how I think of it. Because <laughs> Like you said earlier, um, we have to thank Ray for, uh, you know, getting all the heat off of Cardiff and I. And yes, I agree. <laughs> you know, uh, we had a tough week there, um, but, you know, we, we got through it. But I did see someone say, I thought El Harible's whole thing was funny before money. Why did they do this Cardiff thing? Um, that's not what I mean when I say funny before money. Funny before money means 
if the show isn't funny, don't donate or give us money. Like, don't just give us money. I want people to give money because they appreciate the content. They think it's funny. People were thinking like we were really trying to con people out of their money by not being funny, like for that show. And that was totally not the thing. We tried something. Some people really liked it and other people, you know, wanted to kill us. But in the end, we we're just trying to do something that we thought is funny. We probably should have done a lot more planning. Uh, and, and you know, again, uh, but thank you to Ray DeVito because, yes, you did get the heat off of us. So I do want to personally thank Ray DeVito, the blood shark. What was funny about your thing with Carter Flow Devil? Like, because, like, we've all talked about, like, it's funny, like, if people are outraged that a potato lied to them. But yeah. do you know what I think is being skipped over? The title of the video was the owner of the fist <laughs> that punched Chad Zumo. When you see that title, how do you think this is serious or legitimate? Like, <laughs> that's that's it too. It's like so many people were like, I've come to you for, you know, uh, you know, honest opinions and for your honest take on things. And you guys are lying to us. And it's like, cool. <laughs> a potato and i'm a guy in a stupid it's a, it, it's, it's, it's it's a fucking guy who does a potato avatar and it claims he's from minnesota when he's really from not minnesota we don't dox right. here stop it how dare you uh, Maloney? but he's from wisconsin yes exactly he's geographically retarded it's just uh, i looked up to you five dollar super chat i don't what's more i don't know what's more surprising Husey being a co-AI burner or the neighborhood OJ grew up in. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I gotcha. I see how you did that. A co-all burner. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I don't know why people were so pissed off about that. Um, but, you know, other people thought it was great. And it's one of... Cardiff's um you know most viewed videos and uh it got I people bet. talking for a week you know and we'll anytime people are talking you know it's good for you so uh you know and then Ray is getting the same thing right now people are talking about Ray go back to that one sorry because I do want to comment on that that see there's a hold on once you uh yeah no uh go down the right. punch video was troll gold applause to Cardiff and be dabbler appreciate it there you go and now, now go, go back, back to what I wanted yeah because I feel awful for April. She seems like a nice girl that thought this would all be fun and got totally caught up in the BS and Aaron won't even defend her. That's one of the things that I find really disturbing. And I'm only seeing this through nobody likes onions. <laughs> I think that dude's phenomenal. Uh, what he's doing on the steel toe stuff. But Aaron like brings up all these comments that are bashing April. And it's like, what are you doing, man? I don't like it's bad enough you got your wife on the show. Why, why are you bringing up these insults to her? Like, I know it's the whole, we're going to lean into it, but like maybe just skip past it and not actually make a big deal about it. You know? Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I mean, it's the same thing. Yeah. Like, like Opie, like why does Opie put the bad chats up? Like you literally have control of what you put on. Um, And if you don't look at the chat, you don't know what the hell's going on. I mean, you can't control the chat unless you literally block everybody. And uh, it's not. And I honestly love negative chat. Sure. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, it. it's, it's, you know, there's a difference between negative chat 
and someone just going in and putting the n-word a million times yeah yeah yes. that's, you have that's to get rid of ridiculous. right yeah. we know i i feel like my moderators i have like personally selected people that i feel like get it you know because i don't want people being banned because they go this show sucks like i don't want that however i do want bots who are just spamming whatever and and people who are just going to come in here and write the n-word a bunch of times or something like that that's where my whole banning thing uh you know starts and pretty much ends but yeah just people having different opinions or not liking your show or hate watching like i don't care about that you know who gives a shit yeah, and actually, I want someone in the chat that maybe super chat it just so it's like takes away the sting a little bit, although you'd be dabbling with some money. But the meanest thing you could possibly say to me right now, just by looking at me and listening to me for the last two hours, uh, give me a harsh chat message. I'd like to hear it. Sure. Uh, Bad with two Ds. Thank you so much for a $20 super chat. Let's mash it up. Thank you, Bad with two Ds. What's up, Bad with two Ds? Go follow Bad with Two Ds. He does a show. I will be recording a show with Bad in Two Ds, uh, with Bad with Two Ds uh, next what? weekend. I don't know if it's recorded or live, but I'm doing a show with him. Oh, that's son a of a show. bitch! I asked to be on his show and he wouldn't let me on. Ah, he, sorry. on. He, he does a really good show. You know, I, we met Bad with Two Ds in person. He was a really shy, kind of timid guy, sweetheart of a guy, and then you hear him on on his show, and he's he's a totally different dude. He's a fucking I love animal. Him. I, love yeah, him. I love him. So He's a not fucking animal. animal. Bad with two Ds. Yeah, I recommend definitely writing them on YouTube. Definitely. Yeah, he's uh, not bad with double Ds. He's bad. I, maybe that is. Maybe that has something to do with his name, but I don't think so. But he is a big boy, and I've told him before. If I ever get to the level where I need a bodyguard, he's one of the fucking first huge. Yeah, he's definitely huge. a bodyguard for sure. He's like the one man gang. Yeah. Um, that's sizable. He's a big dude. Uh, and very nice, and yeah, he does. He does a uh, podcast. Also, Akeem the African Dream. Let's not forget about that. Akeem the African Dream, brother. Uh, I'm not going to take up any more of your guys' time. We did two hours. We can do Mike Francesa another time. Uh, oh, I, you know, uh, we'll maybe possibly do this next Saturday. Maybe if you guys I are mean, around. I got to go back to recording Maltown. Uh, next Saturday, but um, no, we'll, we'll we'll figure out we'll figure out a thing. Can do. Absolutely. So maybe so, maybe Malatown could fucking drop in on your stream. Maybe ooh, like, stream sniping. If we could do something crazy. Like so that. so I'm a Ben Maller fan. I haven't listened recently, but he, uh, we had talked on Twitter. So beer drinking Brian is dead, huh? Yeah, heart. Att- I believe it was a heart attack. Um, yeah. <laughs> The overall story is kind of like, well, I mean, it's all depressing, but um, we, uh, Jay Scoop, who's one of our uh, members of our crew, he did a bit of a trip around the US driving around and he caught uh, beer drinking Brian and um, and his girlfriend Half Pint and right. uh, got an interview, which I released in six parts on Malatown, but that, that was literally like two months before he died. And um, yeah, it was pretty crazy. I mean... Obviously, the name beer drinking Brian. He was he was an alcoholic and and had all sorts of different issues. But yeah, it's it's kind of weird when you're a fan of a show like you know you've talked about it, uh, El Reble, like with um, uh, what was it, Eric the Midget? You were talking about, and obviously Fez, and you know yeah. you, you spend all these time hearing these people on the radio. It does kind of hit you a little bit, you know, sometimes when these when these deaths happen. 
Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Um, Fez, Fez's death really, um, really bothered me, and uh, you know, I was emotional. Uh, my mom even said she was like, "Are you okay?" And I explained to her, I was like, "I'm crying, like, and I don't know why. <laughs> like, I know why because I lost. You know, I didn't lose. We all lost this guy that I had just been listening to for years. But I, you know, I legitimately uh, was tearing up on that now." Uh, who is this guy? Uh, we we should explain. You do a couple of shows, Aussie guy, um, but one of the shows you do is uh, called Mallertown. Yeah, so yeah, Bill only just sort of referenced Ben Maller is a, a a sports talk radio host, and he's basically been on overnights like his entire career, but he's been doing it for you know since the nineties. Uh, but yeah, about ten years ago, just under ten years ago, he just became the permanent. Uh, weeknight overnight host on Fox Sports Radio, and you know he's syndicated across the country. You know he's on, he's on Sirius, and you know like I think it's two hundred and fifty stations or whatever. Oh, wow. And uh, yeah, I, I got into it, and it's just because it's overnights. There's wacky, crazy callers, sure. and and yeah, I it sure is on that show. Yeah, and Ben kind of like Howard Stern, you know, uh, interacts with them well, and and sort of creates these ongoing characters and. And I sort of started listening, and I do voices and that. And so, yeah, I realized I could impersonate a bunch of these different callers. And so, yeah, that's sort of how I got involved. And then after many years, it was just like, why don't we do a podcast, like, for the community, for the Malin Militia, as as we're called. So, uh, yeah, that's what we do. Um, you know, I'm back on track. I do have an episode in the can. I do... Malatown vacations where it's somebody who comes into Malatown as a guest and I do have El Harible in the can uh which what? that yeah in the can Ooh. yeah um, <laughs> like an can. oil can yes yeah, an oil can I threw it at him indeed what if I called your ass an oil can OJ Oh, I was just referencing, you know, the whole Chad Zumak oil can theory. Uh, no, yeah. OJ has a, OJ has a urine can, um, <laughs> but no, there is a um, El Horrible episode coming out soon. But yeah, basically, there's a few of us. Like the main thing, and my boy Robbie, the Mariner fan uh, at Mariner Robbie on Twitter, uh, morbidly obese, closeted homosexual uh, that we just. He's our fez, I guess. Um, okay. Uh, we have a lot of fun <laughs> at his expense, but he's a good sport as well. And he, he's, you know, he's he's a smart fella. He's entertaining. So, so beer drinking Brian was his name, the other guy? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, so now, going back to it. Yes, so, beer drinking Brian was a caller to the Ben okay. Miller show. And, That's what, uh, I wasn't sure if he was a co-host or a guy on no, the show. No, no. He just. Okay. So no, he's like he Lady Die. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Okay. He was like Lady Dyer. And so Jay Scoop, who is a contributor to Malatine, yeah. well, you know, one of the co-hosts, he did a trip around the US and he caught up with them uh, literally like a few weeks before Beer Drinking Brian died. So that interview is on Malatown, um, but obviously your listeners wouldn't really give a shit about please, that. Please, please go oh, check out Malatown. It, yeah. it's, it's an amazing podcast. I'm kind of interested now to hear the interview with the guy because he died, you know, shortly it, it, after. Yeah. And I'm morbid. Well, it's amazing. I, it's like amazing. I, did, 
I did sprinkle it out across six episodes, like it's in six parts, and ah. I'm really shitty. Like my descriptions are literally a few words. Like I don't give you information about what's on the episode. So good luck finding it. Um, but um, <laughs> okay, <laughs> I still got to work on this shit. But no, look, we we just go like like a lot of these shows. We just goof on each other. Like the Mala Militia is just ball busting. We all bus balls and so we just get together and and bus awesome. balls and Sounds... we, you know it's tangentially sports uh sure. but you know uh we we do talk sports because that's what we love that's what brought us all together but yeah it's ball busting and then the other show which Husey, who's been chatting all night and everyone loves Husey, get my go on youtube look we've been on a hiatus for a while but i i just i recommend go back through uh, the Get My Go catalog. It's it's an interesting saga, and you know, very similar to WATP, October, all of that. Uh, but it's it's one individual for a whole season, and then it's we start to branch out to some other uh, targets. But look, I, I it's the proud like I'm the proudest of that. That everything I've been involved with Get My Go, I'm I'm the proudest of, and mainly because Mike Durbin uh, is the producer and and puts together puts it together so beautifully but we would love to get our thousand subscribers we haven't got there yet uh we're about 700 odd uh maybe oh. so please yes please youtube.com slash get my go please subscribe get us to a thousand we would fucking really love to do that 100 percent, yeah so and it's uh get my go uh and it's uh get my go on twitter too all that stuff yeah at get my go show i think on twitter get my go um, show at Mike Durbin, uh, he's the man behind it. And yeah, actually, um, Mike Durbin has a pro wrestling tea store, uh, pro wrestling tees.com slash Mike Durbin, where he actually has a shirt up for me. Uh, it's an at that sussy guy t shirt because on Twitter, I am at that sussy guy. Just imagine that Aussie guy and put an S where the A should be. Wonderful, yes. And you can go to pro wrestling tees and get your own that sussy guy t shirt. Thank you very much for the uh, $2 super chat. Surprise me. I just got paid. So here. Thank you. And uh, bad with two Ds. $5 super chat. You will be on soon, Bill. So there you go. You cry, right, baby. <laughs> I'm sad about stuff. Well, guys, thank you so much. Uh, the Aussie guy. Again, go uh, subscribe to Get My Go on uh, YouTube and Get My Go Show on Twitter. Uh, and uh, go support him. Go support him and Husey. And again, Husey, if you're still in the chat, uh, you might have fallen asleep. I haven't seen you. But uh, I definitely want to give you an invite if we do something uh, tonight, OJ and I, uh, in terms of WrestleMania. Uh, we're going to do something. It's whether we go oh. on during or after. Uh, JT999. Definitely... Oh, sorry. No, no, no. Uh, go ahead. What was yours? I'll definitely message Husey uh, after we get off here and say, uh, okay. Blade wants you on for it. WrestleMania. Husey's great with his wrestling. He's yeah. And also, before yeah. we get to the super chat, I, El Horrible, I'm doing my uh, Stuttering John Fool's Day marathon. I had 12 hours planned, but I, that's fine. I, I could cut it short. Oh, yeah. 12 hours of John is more than enough. Shit. So if we do, if, if we do something tonight, I'll cut that short and we'll do, because uh, I like the sound of this uh, WrestleMania thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I for, I totally forgot today was April Fool's Day. April Fool's. We're not doing it. Uh, anyway. Uh, no, but yeah. Uh, go uh, check out OJ's channel. He's going to do uh, Stuttering John Marathon today. 
again sorry oj i totally forgot about that dude no it's totally fine i'm gonna let my dog out and then i'm gonna probably i'm just turning on audio it's basically just me playing audio of uh stuttering john episodes from 2018 are you gonna have chat though can people yeah i'll have the chat open oh, okay. i'm just gonna do it there live you go. cool well so, yeah. to be fair we're 15 minutes into april 2nd at this point so oh that's right oh we're doing uh aussie guys in a different day yeah bill loney you have yes, a sir. youtube channel as well where you shoot guns. i i do you should not go to it it's, and make it's, meatballs it's ridiculous but um let's get uh get my go up to a thousand subs man let's do that that'd be cool absolutely um subscribe to oj's youtube channel follow everybody on twitter uh ex except for myself uh because it's all just it's drivel. That's that's all I put out is just nonsense. Twenty four seven. I agree with that. If you want to tune uh, in to I see a, a fellow dabbler making spaghetti sauce and shooting guns, it's the <laughs> channel for you. I I agree. I mean, all your pro Italian stuff sucks, but I love the pro gun stuff. Well, I'm not how, Italian. That's the thing. <laughs> I'm not even Italian. How big are you, Bill Loney? What's your measurements? Uh, <laughs> can you be a little more specific, sir? No, I'm not ski masks. How big's your piece? No, generally like height and weight. What's your? Uh, six foot, about two sixty. Six foot two. Yeah, I thought you were taller than that. Yeah, but you do. Uh, look... No, I'm, I'm just a big colossal fat fuck. Yeah, no, but you do look like sizable physically. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I drive a truck, so I don't get much exercise. <laughs> No, he he is. Uh, that's that's what's funny. At DabbleCon, I was surrounded by like big guys. It was kind of funny. My posse was all big guys. It was bad with two Ds. Uh, it was uh, you know uh, Bill Loney and uh, OJ. Uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, you're exception. not a big. I'm yeah, you. Big yeah, Cardiff's but I fucking monster. Too. And then Cardiff, yeah. Cross. I know. Fucking I wasn't Cardiff expecting is... that. Holy shit, man! He's built like a fucking tight end, dude. He is. He's a. Oh, by the way, dude. JT nine ninety nine. I'm on my lunch break. Can't watch any longer today. I'll catch up on all your videos later, sir. Horrible. I mean, horribly. You're what? doing God's work. Thank you, JT. I appreciate it, and thank you, Ozzy, for reading that. <laughs> and thank you to all the beloved chatters, man. It, it was absolutely awesome today, and thank you thank guys. Thank you all for hanging out, and thank you everyone who super chatted. Uh, I got my first super thanks the other day. I don't know if anyone knows what super thanks are, but now no clue. you can actually send people money uh, when they're not live streaming, like just off of their um, recorded videos or their you know recorded live streams. You can now give donations that way. So I got my first one yesterday. I appreciate it again. I don't expect anything and I don't want, you know, anything unless you enjoy it and you feel obligated to donate. It is always appreciated. So thank you very much. What thank do you, you fucking David mean, David Chandler? What? Where's the fucking $300 donation? Stop Jesus. it. How dare you, Aussie guy? How the fuck is David Chandler not rocked up with money? That is don't bullshit. do it, David. That is bullshit. <laughs> I am not That's here for that. Because I'm on. Yeah. But thank you very much for the kind words, David, as always. And uh, thank you all. Thank you to my awesome panel guy. today. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Got him, yes. Thank you so much, David Chandler. Awesome guy. Always. It was an absolute honor being on screen with you, sir. You are absolutely oh, no. fantastic. But I, I don't need my dick sucked. Fuck off. You <laughs> Wait a minute. Do that again.
<laughs> hey, Kevin. Do what again? Tony Michaels here. Brilliant. Genius. Brilliant. This is all brilliant. Dabblers, thank you. Thank Be you good. for hanging Everybody, out. Everybody, have a great weekend. Everybody, we got, another, we got weekend. another super chat from oh. our favorite bird, Dave Daffler. Dave Daffler, $25. Gotta fly. Thank you, Dave. All the Daves. Have I told you my favorite name is Dave? Love it. I've Thank never met a Dave I didn't like. Exactly. And again, I don't know when OJ and I will be on tonight, uh, but we will at some point. Uh, just hit the notification button. Follow me on Twitter, at Bedabbler, at Bedabbler on YouTube. Everybody, thank you so much. Thanks for hanging out today. And as always, always be dabbling. Hello, everyone. This is your favorite world-famous host, Stuttering John. Thanks for watching Be Dabbling Live with El Hor Blay. Leave him a voicemail anytime, and we'll play it on the show. 973-440-9770. Follow at El Hor Blay on Twitter at Dabbler. Follow OJ on Twitter at Obnoxious John. Till next time, be dabbling. Kiki, yeah!